I don't know. This song makes me feel like we're on a date, Rob. What? This song makes me feel like we're on a date. Hell yeah. You too? Yeah. I would date me. <laughs> I'd totally date me. Oh my gosh. All right. We're, uh, shit. Shit. <laughs> we're going live. If we sing him happy birthday again, oh, he'll hear. He's just got some things going or on. Or we'll get man. hit for copyrights. I mean, that was worth a copyright hit. Hi, James. James is in the comments already. Oh, James. Oh, yeah. Oh, so is Calvin. You were, uh, you missed that, uh, Sterling. We had a talk last week with Calvin about modern monetary theory. Oh, yeah. that would be rad. Fuck. How did it go? <laughs> uh, pretty good. Uh, it got me interested in it. Um, we didn't go as in-depth as I was kind of hoping to, but to be mm. fair, MMT is kind of a, a big thing. <laughs> yeah. It's. Um, that being said, he gave us some great sources to uh, look into, and I'm sure he'd be willing to do so again. Come yes. and what gets me about it is... Everybody's seen Zeitgeist, right? From the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Okay. So eventually, you run along it getting debunked here, here, and here in just various ways, right? The whole religious shit was pretty much word for word what some Maya chick or whatever wrote in the Christ conspiracy. The monetary version of it is pretty fucking accurate, but it's like every, every single time you try to bring it up with people that seem to know what they're talking about, they're like, yeah, it's more complicated than that. But now, with cryptocurrency, with MMT, with just the world being in shit right now, it's like, yeah, was he right? Was he right? Is money not real? And we're creating debt out of debt, out of debt, and everybody's just totally cool with it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what, what I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. <laughs> that's what it boiled down to. All right, I guess we can start intros now. Um, thank you for joining us today. This is the current event stream for 24 May 2021. This is the For We Are Many podcast. I am your host and comrade, Rob. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Don and Trisha for this dope new banner we have. And uh, also the, well, the fist from the logo is the same one that we're using in our slides now. <coughs> Oh, I knew that. Anyway, Sterling, you can introduce yourself. Natalie's in the comments saying <clears> hi. <throat> hi, Natalie. I uh, am Lord Sterling. It's not official yet, but it's getting there. And I shut up today. So everybody give me a medal. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Greetings, comrade. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Trisha. Don will be back with us momentarily. 
That's your. That's I'm enjoying it. a good evening. Yeah, yeah. I know a thrill a minute tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'm here. I'm queer, and I'm not going nowhere. So, uh, I I do want to say for those of you that missed it, we did part one of a mini series um, last week. It wasn't supposed to be a mini series, but we realized once we were in the process of recording it, that uh, it, it could not be a one segment thing. But the idea was to discuss how dialectical materialism relates to the Black Panther Party. And um, yeah, there's a whole lot there. So a we lot. kind of changed it into a all around discussion of the Black Panther Party revolving around the, the book that Bobby Seale wrote from jail called uh, Seize the Time. So uh, part two of that will be this coming Thursday, if you're interested. Tell your friends, we'll make it a party. Party. That turns into a party. That's deep. Uh, indeed. As always, um, I am going to plug our Patreon if you like what we're doing. <clears throat> um, if you agree with what we're with what we're saying, or if you want to help grow this thing. Um, we have one, three, five, and ten dollar, I believe, contribution levels. Uh, we are in the process of building bonus content as well as more content that we're going to release on social media as well. But, you know, um, that premium content will be available to Patreon subscribers. Premium. Premium. Patreon.com slash for we are many. Also, check out our website at forwearemany.org. And uh, that's all I got. You guys ready to get this show on the road? Absolutely. All right. So international shit, man. The globe is on fire. Um, hold on a second. Uh, have we found out if the new Black Panther Party is official with Black Lives Matter? Uh, this is a two-part question. And what's the update with the Black Lives Matter activist that was shot in the head in the UK? So I don't actually have a link to that on the slides, but I planned on talking about that because I saw it today. Um, and as far as the, the new Black Panther Party being official with Black Lives Matter, I think that they're working towards the same goal, whether or not they're officially working together in every city or not, I think that they're working towards the same goal. As far as the Black Lives Matter activist that was shot in the head in the UK, the last I heard, she was in critical condition. Um, and there, as far as I am aware, is no, there have been no arrests. But I will pull that up right now. Uh, that being said, the, the woman, Sasha Johnson, the woman that was shot in the head in London, has been receiving death threats from right-wing people for months now. So, um, unfortunately, I, I think that this kind of thing was predictable. But, of course, the state 
you know, didn't try to follow up on any leads. Uh, the party said, uh, it is with great sadness, sadness, sorry, that we inform you that our own Sasha Johnson has been br brutally attacked and sustained a gunshot wound to the head. She is currently in intensive care and in a critical condition. Um, and they also said the attack happened following numerous death threats as a result of her activism. And it was about three o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Um, it, it's obscene to me how widespread of a thing this was. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty uniquely American thing, but the more... Hitting someone in the head? What? That was poorly timed. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, but the police said that uh, they had not received any credible threats. What constitutes a credible threat? Where were they when the thing, well, well, when the thing happened, I guess, it would be three in the morning. So where were they probably, you know, not, I don't know. Um, I do hope that she's able to make a recovery. And I do hope, even though it doesn't really seem like they're trying to do much about it, I hope that they do find who did it. I hope justice is served, I guess is really all I have to say. Uh, do you guys got anything to say on that? Negatory, sir. Negatory, that's right. Negative. Um, just solidarity with everybody over there, her family who are all dealing with this and with her. I hope she heals quickly and makes a full recovery from this horrendous that, that you can't even go out and you know speak your piece without risking things like that yeah this is why we punch nazis yes because yes. if we don't punch nazis this is the things these are the things they right. do right they feel empowered by you not punching them so kill a motherfucker in the dick sucker when they're dropping racist shit consequences Yep. Consequences. Immediate. Right. right. You're completely free to say whatever ignorant shit you want to say, but you're not free. You're free of the consequences. Precisely. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is a big thing. I would assume at this point that everybody that's watching this knows uh, what's going on in Palestine. Um, there have been some developments. There was a ceasefire that was, uh, apparently it's being celebrated on both sides as a victory, which is good. I think peace is a better option. But they're also, the media is still trying to make it sound like it was some sort of two-sided, like, confrontation. And it's not. Was the Trail of Tears a two-sided thing? No. No. Um, I don't think the international community is taking a solid enough stand on it because everybody's celebrating a ceasefire. But how many ceasefires is Netanyahu broken already? More than any of us could count offhand. And 
fact of the matter is uh, it comes down to ability and power and um, you cannot claim that you are defending yourself against children. You cannot claim you're defending yourself against people you are actively oppressing. You can't claim you're defending yourself when they have a tiny amount of military power in comparison to your iron dome that stops all their shit anyways and your multi-billion dollar a year backing from the United States for your military funding so that you have fuckloads of rockets to rain the fuck down on them. That's not defending yourself. Netanyahu, fuck you, man. Fuck you. From one Jew to another, fuck you. From one Jew to another, fuck yep. you. Fuck I you, like Netanyahu. It. So, now, guys, uh, you're going to have to indulge me, please. Please indulge me. Well, um, for, for perspective, I, this uh, this building that you're seeing on screen share, this, right. that was an apartment building. Definitely what? bad. Definitely what? bad. Uh, but you mm. mentioned before we started that you assume everybody knows what's happening in Palestine and Israel. And I just want to let you know that You've most everybody probably does. <laughs> But I don't. I got you. I got you. Uh, but also, but also, I have brought this up a couple of times in conversation with uh, people at work and so forth, and and they really don't know much either. the The consensus between the average, I would say, is that these people have been fighting forever, always, always yeah. fighting over some land that they think is magic, right? It's not even just the magic land, though. And now somehow racism is involved. This is the this is my consensus. This is kind of the average consensus. I'm not going to lie to you going in this and say that I'm just some woke ass, you know, uh, activist. I have no fucking idea. But it is crazy in the news. And that is apparently an apartment building. So give me if you could give me the 30 second like, yo, elevator pitch. You need to sign this. OK, so basically okay. what happened. Go so ahead, basically John. what happened was uh, Netanyahu was like, oh, that is very nice land you've got over there. Okay. And yes, I used the third right voice. I, I, I know. I know. And, and, and then, was... he, then he, um, he was like, we are going to kick you out and move in some Jews. And they were like, please don't. And he was like, I'm sorry, I don't speak that. It sounds like you want to move. So he started moving people and people were like, bro, it's Ramadan. Leave us the fuck alone. We're going to mosque. And he was like, oh, I send in the, um, the, the, the police. I send in the IDF. And they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, they literally created <laughs> mosques on fucking Ramadan, dude. And then, and then Hamas, all pissed off, were like, we're going to throw 200 plus rockets at, at the Iron Dome. Dome. I, th I think the official like count, nine. I think the official count that six rockets out of like over 200 went through. Yeah. Yeah. The Iron Dome stops pretty much everything. It's like, it's like Palestinian David throwing rocks at Goliath. Okay. Um, but he got him in the forehead though. No, 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 in this case, you're trying like for that toe. forehead shot, but so oh, far they yeah. haven't landed it. Yeah, so far he's <laughs> okay. two stones deep and hasn't hit Nate or hasn't hit Goliath <laughs> in the forehead yet. Um, gotcha. 
got like a shin and a toe. So, so the Israelis retaliated by killing what was it, six hundred people? Yep. That's, that was severe. <laughs> <laughs> Claiming they were targeting Hamas, who they say you know runs the Gaza Strip. Well, no, not really. It, it's literally an open air prison. And they were shooting rockets from that apartment. No, 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 not at all. Um, is that the story uh, from them? The excuse for blowing up the apartment building was that the IDF needed to let out some angst. The the apartment building the stress apartment relief. Building, well, stress relief, but the official statement was Hamas was working there, just like the official statement <laughs> with blowing up the uh, the Associated Press building was. Right. Even though you've been running this building for 15 years and have never seen Hamas there, Hamas is working there. That's their excuse for every fucking thing they've blown up is, well, we're going after Hamas. Well, you're not getting Hamas. You're getting well, innocent families. And, and just to elaborate kids. on that a bit, even when they kill kids, they're trying to say, oh, that was a Hamas fighter. Right. Like, get the Don't fuck we have some man. experience in that as well with the drones and don't we have some experience with that as well with the drones and the civilians yeah. and the yeah. poor farmers yeah, grabbing not... AKs and now they're terrorists and so forth? Both, Isn't that a bo thing? Both things are allowed to be wrong. Huh. Huh. Right. Both things are allowed to be wrong. We don't condone our own government doing that shit any more than most of the Jewish people condone Netanyahu doing this shit. I'm definitely fair. not saying that. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying this is an evolution of, of our own playbook here. This is fun. It, it really is. Not really. But this, this is seeing uh, what happens when we Americanize other parts of the world and then throw money at them for no fucking reason. Let me tell you, like, as far as <laughs> prosperity goes, fucking Israel doesn't need our money. They don't need our money. They, they get our money so that they can fucking over-militarize their state. The largest uh, foreign aid yep. package goes to Israel? Yes, it does. This is uh, and, uh, something I never really thought about until now, but it's, it's one of those things that's like, maybe we all should have known this. Yeah, a long I mean, time honestly, ago. like... I don't know. I've always felt like the media perspective on it was weird, but like mm -hmm. I didn't realize like how bad the situation actually was. Um, till this past couple of years, honestly. Well, the media perspective skewed because, well, it's Israel and yeah. we live in a primarily evangelical Christian country and Israel gets ratings. This is true. Gets ratings. If you if you speak out against the bullshit that they do <laughs> as, as a corporate media outlet, you lose ratings because the, the Christians don't want to hear God's chosen people being bullies. Right. Part of part of this problem. Now this is a very sticky web and it goes very deep. There are evangelical Christians here. There is a group of them known as the family. If you don't know what I'm referring to, look it up. There's an awesome documentary on it that I believe is on Netflix called mm -hmm. The Family. <clears throat> um, these motherfuckers really want to self-actualize their prophecies. Okay, The, the Christian right-wing extremists here in America would 
fucking love to see Armageddon happen. They think that they need to have, you know, uh, Jerusalem being the capital city of uh, tearing down the mosque and rebuilding Solomon's temple and Blasi's, all this bullshit that they want to do to try to self-fulfill their own prophecies. Um, and they put a lot of money into that. And they basically use this group, the family. Um, they send these motherfuckers <clears throat> overseas to meet with leaders of countries. Now we're we're just we're talking about fucking, you know, pastors. Why are they even being brought in to you know go talk to heads of state? It is beyond me in the first place. But the fact that they have bought this much fucking influence in our government as well as every other government where we have our hands in. It's sickening. And they are literally pushing for this perpetual war to fucking implode because they want to see revelations come true. I will say this. There is one religious leader that I am okay with meeting with other heads of state because he himself is, in fact, the head of a fucking state. Who's that? The Pope. The Pope. Oh. He's he's the well, head of a state. He he should the be Vatican City to, is, or the Dalai Lama should and the Dalai be Lama as well because they're both heads of state. But yeah, the National Prayer Breakfast is actually the family, and yeah. that's a big, very uh, common yeah. cultural thing. Everybody knows about it, right? It's a big deal, well, but it's, it's a big networking deal too. Prayer breakfast, but I don't think everybody realizes just how Who the fuck is the, the collusion and corruption go. Um, that, you know, literally every, every fuck bill you see being pushed for and passed here that is not justifiable by any logic, but only by religion, these guys are behind it, whether it be abortion bills, anti-LGBTQ bills, transphobic bills, you fucking name it, these guys are behind it, backing it, funding it. Oh, hey. This is completely off topic, but Rob, if you would give me just a second, I know I'm taking up some time here. Um, <laughs> speaking of abortion bills, last oh, week, Missouri passed an abortion bill limiting it to not being allowed to have an abortion past 15 weeks. We should discuss that more when we get to LGBTQ news. or because, And I only say that section because we don't currently have a women's yeah. rights section um and that was a recent development i didn't know about that till today either so yeah i i found out around the same time you did actually. yeah but we got some things to say on that yeah um anyway back to israel and palestine i have a a video here that i'm gonna share with you guys oh yeah intrigued it's uh color me excited <clears throat> this is london this is a solidarity march with palestine that's that's a lot of my fuckers it yeah. was broken up by the police yeah yes it was 180,000 people when is the last time that we had 180,000 people marching for anything in the United States? I mean, that's a fair statement. I um, was maybe the 60s, maybe. I'd have to look at the numbers. 
But yeah, so I just uh, wanted to point out that's... Oh, that's nothing. The entire country of Ireland supports. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, since we're, we're in the, the segment, the, basically I wanted to talk about solidarity protests all across the world. There's, I don't even know the total count of cities, but, um, you know, London, Melbourne, Paris, New York, um, and even in Israel, there have been um, some protests. Obviously nowhere near that size, but still. Australia, France, Germany, uh, as you already said, uh, Ireland. So, public opinion is really shifting on Palestine, and I think it's simply because we have a better picture of what's happening there now than we did before. And I don't know what caused the media to shift their narrative. Um, well, I guess their narrative really hasn't, because if you read American media, most of it's making it sound like, as we said before, like it's some sort of traditional war where there's any sort of equal footing between one side and the other. And that's not the case. There's not, not at all. It, <laughs> I, you can't fucking compare the two. Like, you know, here, we, we have a handful of weapons over here. Here we have an amassment of enough to start a world war. Not, not comparable. But this, uh, this recent string of violence totally reshaped the debate in the U.S. on the Middle East in general, I'm hoping, but at least Palestine, particularly right now. Um, right, there's a paywall on this, fuck. Well, I don't have Dean's magical extension, so um, I'm going to have to riff on it. I did read it on my phone, though. It was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and how that played a role. I mean, the, the Black Lives Matter movement in general has seen some of these types of oppression that they're seeing, that we are seeing in Israel right now their entire lives. So I think that the movement understanding that aspect of it alone really helped change how we talk about it here. Anybody else uh, have anything to add on to Palestine? I know we got a video, but other than that. Negatory. Negatory. Negatory, Ghost Rider. Nah. What's this Facebook link that's in here? <clears throat> I am unsure. Oh, oh that's okay, the video okay. I pulled up earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know that video. Um, Lapped an Israeli soldier in front of her home and became a worldwide symbol of Palestinian yeah, resistance. Now, Ahid grew up regularly confronting Israeli soldiers who invaded her village. The soldiers' efforts to suppress the villagers' nonviolent protests were captured in videos that went viral on social media. Oh, 
After eight months locked up by Israel, Ahed and her mother are finally being released. On a day of total chaos and heightened emotions, I sat down with Ahed to hear her experience and ask what lies ahead for the Palestinian teen icon. What is the most important decision? I thought that I was going to come out of the sky without seeing you. The interview doesn't actually... It's a little after 4 a.m. on the day I had to be released, and we're in the... The interview doesn't start till when? A few minutes in, but these first few minutes are going to show you the type of bullshit that the IDF even puts people through when they're trying to pick their loved ones up from prison. Right. What do I think for this moment since... For days, the family has been preparing for the homecoming, and camera crews have had a constant presence around the house. يعني هذا الموضوع إنه ستة وستة ونص شيء مش مش طبيعي لكن هم بلغوا إعلامهم بلغوا هدف. I do want to mute or pause this for just a second to say that I'm going to claim fair use if that music and it gets us flagged. We're discussing it. That's fair. فممكن يلعبوا بالوقت. Israel. On what? Real quick, just to answer what Jakarta was asking in the comments. No. 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 Palestinians are not allowed to work in Israel. Um, the people that live in Gaza are not allowed to leave Gaza. They're not allowed to have a port in Gaza, although <laughs> Gaza is directly on the Mediterranean. Um, they're not allowed to have an airport. They, There are separate roads for Israelis and Palestinians. It is an apartheid state. They, they don't even have control over influx of basic needs like toilet paper, women's hygiene products, fucking chocolate. They have no control over that. They are allowed to have what Israel allows them to import. Very strictly controlled. Israel has literally tried to claim that they needed to take toilet paper and women's hygiene products off of the shipping lists because they thought they could use them to make bombs. Complete bullshit. Would that be a dirty bomb? Ha. Uh huh. Bad joke. That was funny. The authorities provided little information about where they'd release the mother and daughter. Bassam has heard different accounts from journalists who heard from Israeli prison authorities that they'd be dropped off at a checkpoint called Jabara, near the Hasharon prison where they've been jailed. It's an hour and a half away by car. They changed the checkpoint. Thriller movie now. Check out these fucking... These police cars, yo. We were on our way to the checkpoint here from Karam, which is about an hour and a half away. They got a phone call saying it's going to be at the Rantis checkpoint. We're at the Rantis checkpoint right now, and they just got a call saying no, they're going to be released from the first checkpoint. There's absolutely no clarity 
and it almost feels like deliberate confusion that they don't know where exactly she'll be dropped off and released. After two and a half hours of driving, we were told once again to turn around and head back to Rantis. We're by the Rantis checkpoint waiting for the release of Ahed and her mom, and an apparent settler has come to protest with his Israeli flag. So an Israeli military vehicle just drove by that they believe Ahed and her mom are in, but it went that way, so now everybody is uh, getting in their cars to follow them. Like I said, this is complete confusion. This is total chaos right now. <laughs> Ahed was finally released. But the soldiers still hadn't released many men. So we just saw Nettie Men get out right there. The relatives are hugging her. Okay, so I, I just want to point out that sign. Did you guys see that sign? No, no. what did it say? Um, I, I didn't catch the whole thing, but basically it said, uh, the big red sign says that passing that point uh, was unlawful for a Palestinian uh, under Israeli law. Their first steps of freedom were taken to visit the home of 21-year-old Izzeddin Tamimi, a relative who was shot and killed by an Israeli soldier while they were in prison. They went to give their condolences to his mother. The family is holding a press conference right now. Ahid and her mother, Neriman, will be giving statements and then they'll be answering questions of journalists.
عهد بدي اسالك شو علمك السجن عن الاحتلال؟ السجن علمني كثير شغلات قدرت بالسجن اعرف الطريق الصحيح 100% حتى اوصل رساله وطني يعني بالشكل الصحيح يعني السجن علمني كيف اصبر وكيف انه اكون بمجموعه علمني انه دائما احب الحياه لانه السجن الواحد هو بالسجن بحس ابسط الاشياء قيمه ودائما بحكي انه الضرب اللي ما الضرب اللي ما بتقتلنا بتقوينا I met Ahed on her first playing, Trisha. What? How much of this were you planning on playing? Uh, just a few more minutes. The interview is starting right here. Morning of freedom. احكي لي عن يوم اللي ضربتي فيه الجندي شو صار؟ بوقتها سمعت إنه ابن عمتي صوب صوب بوجهه وأخذوه على المستشفى. وقتها الجندي اللي طخه نزل. ووقف وصار يطخ على الشباب من من باب الدار فانا بحكي له انه روح انه مش من حقك الطخ من 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 عندنا من الدار يعني انه مش منطق الاشي اللي بتعمله يعني في في صغار وفي كبار بالعمر وفي يعني في يعني انه يعني بالنهايه بيت في له يعني خصوصيته انت شو جاي بتعمل هون طبعا هو ضل جكرني بوقتها انا يعني عصبته وضربته من وين جبتي هاي الشجاعة إنه أنتي بنت تضربي واحد جندي مسلح ممكن يموتك؟ يعني مش مش أجت هاي الشجاعة فجأة بالعكس إن أنا من وأنا صغيرة أهل مربين إنه دائما ما أسكتش عن الغلط يعني إنه دائما أوقف بوش الغلط يعني دائما إنه أنا يعني بحاولش يعني أعمل هاي هالأشياء إنه مع بني آدم طبيعي وجاي يحكي معي عادي. بالعكس حتى الكل بحكي لي انه يعني انا بحياتي الطبيعيه انه انا كثير هادي حتى بنصدم الناس انه كيف انه انا بعمل هيك بس انه هي انه اجى شجاعه يعني رده فعل على وجود ال يعني الجندي في بيتي او على ارضي او في بلدي وبطخ على على اهل بلدي بعد ما ضربتي توقعتي انه يجوا يعتقلوكي؟ اه توقعت حتى بليله اعتقالي كنت متوقعه بعثت لها كنت احكي مع صاحبتي بعثت لها ان على الانستغرام بعثت لها انه آه حاسه انه رح يجوا يعتقلوني الليله صارت تحكي لي اسكتي شو بلا هبل انه شو بدهم فيكي بحكي لها مش عارفه كلب حسسني بعدها رحت لبست بنطلون يعني ضليت ببنطلون الجينز والبلوزه حطيت الجاكيت والحطه وحطيت البوت على جنب وحضرت الجرابات وكل شيء حتى وقت يجوا انه اكون جاهزه وبالفعل يعني نمت نمت وانا ماسكه تلفوني بحكي مع صاحبتي ف امي اجت بتصحي في بتحكي لي عاد تكون الجيش اجوا فكرت انه اجوا لاخوي الكبير انه وقتها انصدمت انه تحكينا احنا جايين نعتقل عاد شو صار بعدها شو بتتذكري؟ أه وقتها حطوني بنزلوني كلبشوني عند باول الدرج نزلوني حطوني بسياره الجيش بسياره الجيش أه انه تعمدوا يضلوا يسبوا علي يستفزوني عشان اعمل اي شيء ليزيد يعني يزيدوا التهمه علي بس انه انا دائما حاولت اكون انه هاديه دائما كنت احاول انه ما اسمح لهم مش يستفزوني لانه بهاي اللحظه ما كان بكونش الاشي لصالحي 
النهايه راح تزيد يعني تنحط علي تهمه راح اكل كتله بتجاب راح يزيد تعاملهم السيء معي فانه كنت احاول دائما انه ما اخلمش استفزوني بعدين انه نقلوني على التحقيق شو كان اصعب شيء ليله الاعتقال؟ اخر مره طلعت بعيون امي وابوي واخوتي الاثنين كانوا مع يعني حضنين بعض وبطلعوا علي حكيت لهم انه بدي اودع عيلتي بس مسكوني ودفعوني لبرا احنا شفنا فيديو لتحقيقك احكي لي عن تجربتك هناك وايش حكوا لك انت طبعا بالتحقيق اللي تحقق معي كان في اكثر من انتهاك الانتهاك الاول ما كانش معي مجند طول فتره التحقيق كان محققين اثنين يحققوا معي الانتهاك الثاني كان انه فيش لا عندي محامي ولا حدا من اهلي بما انه قاصر انه يحضر التحقيق معي <تصفيق> آه كمان الانتهاك آه الثالث انه كان انه يحكي كلام بديء بالتحقيق انه صار يحكي لي انه انت حلوه شعرك حلو آه انت مثل اختي آه انت لما تروح على البحر بتصير بصير لونك احمر من الشمس والانتهاك الرابع اللي هو انه هددني بافراد عيلتي انه حكى لي اعطاني اسماء اشخاص بعيلتي انه بعجبك يكونوا متكلبشين زيك يعني مبسوطه وشو قلتي انت انا بوقتها كنت اضل احكي لهم التزم حق الصمت من وين اجالك هاي الفكره انه احنا يعني بعيله تعرضنا كل يعني الغالبيه تعرضت لتجربه الاعتقال فانه دائما بالتحقيق كانت القصص هاي اللي كانوا يحكوا لي اياها اهلي عن اعتقالهم حدا يطلع من السجن يحكي لي شو عمل وانه هيك انه وقتها انا يعني توعيت صرت اعرف اكثر شو لازم اعمل بالتحقيق وما كنت خايفه هم يصرخوا عليكي آه لا بالنهايه يعني آه يعني يعني ابوي كان راح يموت في التحقيق فتره من الفترات اللي كان يتحقق معي فيها فانه وبالنهايه عاش فانه اراده الواحد دائما اقوى من انه صوتهم وصراخهم كل هاي الشغله شو اكثر شيء اشتقتي له بالسجن اشتقت انه اطلع بنجوم بالسماء بدون ما اشوف شبك نشتقت امشي على الشارع بدون كلبشات حتى يعني كنت قاعده انا والبنات بحكي لهم نفسي امسك شاكل اشتقت اكل اندومي اشتقت انه اشرب ايس كوفي وهي الشغله وخلال السجن كيف كانوا يعاملوك؟ كانت يعني ضغط من اداره السجن على كل البنات مش بس انا كعهد من ناحيه من ناحيه يسكروا الصف وقت كنا نتعلم من ناحيه انه بوقت دوره القانون الدولي والقانون الدولي الانساني اللي كنا ناخذها كانوا يعني كثير يضربوا الطوارئ عشان يرجعونا على الغرف وعشان يعني يعني حاولوا باي طريقه انه ما خلناش نحول السجن لمدرسه بس بالعكس انه احنا قدرنا نحول السجن لمدرسه هو طبعا في اطفال كثار غيرك بالسجن الاسرائيليه آه. احكي لي عن الاسيرات اللي تعرفتي عليهم جوا يعني القصرات عن جد كانوا اقوى شيء بالقسم كله بالسجن حتى كانوا يقووا الكبار لانه عن جد حتى ممثله القسم يعني 
تخدش قراراتها غير تستشيرهم عكدا هم واعيين وفاهمين عن جد القضية صح شو بتحبي تحكي رسالة عنهم يعني؟ الأسرات طلع معي ثلاث رسائل واللي هي الوحدة الوطنية تعزيز الصمود الشعبي ودعم مساندة الأسرة في نضالهم من أجل الحرية وعن جد بهاي الشغلات إحنا بنقدر نحرر بلدنا وفيش تحرير لفلسطين غير بتحرير الأسرة عودة اللاجئين وتكون القدس عاصمة فلسطين الأبدية هلأ أنت صرتي معروفة على مستوى يعني عالمي انترناشنال مشهورة مشهورة كيف حاسة؟ طبعا يعني انه انا من النوع اللي اصلا بحبش الشهرة وبحبش هاي الشغلات بس لا الاشي اللي ببسطني بهذا الموضوع انه عن جد قدرت اوصل رسالة بلدي اللي انا طول عمري بحلم انه اوصل رسالة بلدي الاشي يعني عن جد خلاني اشعر بالفخر انه قدرت اوصل رسالة خواتي الاسرات واخواني الاسرة اللي بالسجن عن جد بتمنى كل اسير يطلع يضل يشتغل و... وكلنا كحملات كانت الي انه نكمل مع بعض انه انا اكون معهم بهاي الحملات لباكل الاسره انه مش تنتهي هاي الحملات بمجرد انا طلعت من السجن انه انا كنت مثال بسيط على اسره عندنا اسره احكام عاليه اسره اصابات اسره مرضى عن جد يعني هدول بحاجه انه ننتبه لهم شوي عن جد لازم الكل يعرف هاي الاشي الكل يعرف انه يعني نعمل حملات توعية للناس انه مثلا بكل بلد بكل قرية بكل مدينة يكون في مركز يوعي اهل هاي البلد او المنطقة شو لازم يعمل بالتحقيق وكأسير امني شو المفروض يعمل لازم الكل يكون عرفها لانه اي فلسطيني معرض للاعتقال حتى لو ما كانش عامل اشي احنا يعني ببلد تحت الاحتلال بنضل لازم الكل يكون عارف لازم اهم فئه تكون عارفه الاشي النساء انه هي نص المجتمع وبتربي النص النص الثاني فيعني اذا كان ما كانتش المراه متمكنه وقويه وواعيه بشكل كافي مش راح نقدر ننشئ الجيل اللي راح يحرر هالوطن سموكي ايقونه فلسطين صرتي رمز فلسطين بتحسي انه هذا الشرف ولا عبء أكيد شرف لأنه ولا مرة كانت القضية الفلسطينية عبء علينا دايماً يعني دايماً كنت بحب أنه عن جد أكون أعمل إشي لبلدي الحمد لله قدرت أعمل لو بأشياء بسيطة يعني يعني قدرت أوصل صوت للعالم إن شاء الله رح أكمل مسيرتي هاي بأنه أدرس قانون حتى أصير محامية أرفع قضايا بالمحاكم الدولية هلأ أنت من الجيل الجديد شو بده جيلك؟ يمكن بفلسطين إحنا جيل استلمنا الاحتلال يعني الجيل اللي قبلنا سلمنا الاحتلال بس إحنا إن شاء الله رح نكون الجيل اللي سلم الجيل اللي بعدنا الحرية أو حتى إذا ما قدرناش نسلم الجيل اللي بعدنا الحرية نقدر إنه نخلي الجيل اللي بعدنا هو اللي يثور على كل هاي الاحتلال وعلى كل الظلم عشان يقدر إنه يحرر فلسطين هل عندك أمل تشوفي سلام بين الفلسطينيين والإسرائيليين في حياتك؟ آه طبعا إذا المستوطن شال فكرة الصهيونية من راسه حتى الإسرائيلي إذا يعني في إسرائيليين لما يشيلوا فكرة الصهيونية من راسهم طبعا إنه إحنا كنا عايشين من قبل الفلسطينية يهود مسيحية مسلمين بس يعني هاي كلها هاي اللي هي الإشي اللي بخلينا إنه مشكلتنا دائما مش عيال 
مشكلتنا مع الصهيونيه وزي دائما ما دائما بنحكي عن جد انه حتى في لنا اصحاب يهود اللي هم داعمين للقضيه الفلسطينيه قد هم يعني تعذبوا وتصاوبوا وانجرحوا واعتقلوا يعني بس كل هذا عشان نحبهم للقضيه الفلسطينيه ودائما بحكي انه انا مش انا ضحيه الاحتلال المواطن الاسرائيلي اللي برمجوا عقله على على الكره على القتل على كل هاي الشغلات هو ضحيه الاحتلال الاطفال اللي عمرهم اللي عمرهم 15 سنه و14 سنه اللي حامل سلاح هذا هو ضحيه الاحتلال مش انا لا احنا مقاتلين حريه قدرنا نميز الصح من الغلط وقدرنا نطلع ونثبت للعالم انه احنا عن جد جيل رح انه فلسطينيين رح نخلق السلام بكل العالم مش كنا ضحيه للاحتلال وخليناه يهزمنا بالعكس احنا هزمنا الاحتلال من هاي الناحيه ايش بتحبي تقولي لاي بنت اسرائيليه بعمرك راح تخدم بالجيش السنه الجايه انت كيف اصلا بترضع حالك انه تروحي تمسكي سلاح وتقتلي بني ادم انه عن جد انه انا عن جد عمري ما تخيلت حالي انه اقتل اي حدا يمكن حتى لو تجيبي لي اللي قتل خالي ما اقدرش اقتله لانه مش راح انه اسمح اللي انا اللي عشته او انه الخوف اللي كنت فيه قد كنا زعلانين كيف شفت امي عن جد انهارت وقت استشهد انه كيف كيف يعني راح اقدر اخلي حدا تاني يعيش يعيش هاي المعاناة انه عن جد الاشي صعب كتير مش اي حدا بتحمله انه بتمنى عن جد يرجعوا لانسانيتهم يعني لو لو لمرة يصارحوا حالهم عشان انه يقدر يفهم الصح من الغلط بحب انه احكي انا رسالتي كعهد رسالتي كعهد انه عزل ومقاطعة وملاحقة اسرائيل كمجرمة حرب و طبعا الربط بين النضال الاجتماعي النضال الوطني والنضال الاجتماعي التحرري لازم نناضل عشان يكون عندنا مجتمع في مساواه في عداله بين الرجل بين المراه بين بين الكبير وبين الصغير عن جد انه لازم نربط بين هاي الشغلتين انه اذا كان التحرر بس تحرر من تحت الاحتلال اكيد راح يكون في دمار داخل داخل فلسطين يعني انه لا لازم نكون واعيين انه النضال الوطني لازم يكون مربوط بالنضال الاجتماعي Hey guys, it's Dina here in the occupied West Bank village of Nebi Saleh. Check out the rest of my episodes this season from Direct From. I'll be reporting on more land and indigenous issues. Also make sure you like this page, my show Direct From, and comment, share. Um, that girl put, put that in better words than most adults would have been able to after dealing with such situations. I like how the fucking line in the wall makes it look like we're on the of spring. It really does. <laughs> yeah, it looks like just one smaller split screen there. We only get a half a screen. I'm not that important, but somehow we can pass half of that. Hey, we, we got pretty smooth at being able to do that. Don't like, raise your fucking eyebrows. You've seen us do it from hundreds of miles away. <laughs> Don't like the switches, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, look at everybody's all confused and angry and sad. Don't be angry and sad that I'm talking ass. Michigan.
I haven't been following these comments as I should. Um, uh, nobody said anything in like 10 minutes. Yeah, Jakarta, I, I knew that was a question. I'm sorry if I came off as like aggressive about it or anything. Wasn't trying to, man. Uh, just for um, those that don't remember, Jakarta is Calvin. Hey! Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that's why I wanted to share that. Just, um, because, again, we're here to amplify other voices. And she's this one kid out of countless that were in even just that one prison that she was in. The fact that they are locking up children as if there's some kind of security threat. Oh my God, she slapped your soldier. Like, really? Yeah, and that Trumper out there in the fucking dress clothes dancing with his star. Is that not? Right. I mean, dude, dude, for real, right? I mean, with the pistol in his waistband and everything. Here we go. Dude, America. Dude, I need to remember to send you guys the um, the video that I watched the other day about the rise of the radical right and QAnon. I'd be down, man. Yeah, I have a book that I want. Uh, I'll, I'll pass it on to somebody else in this group after I'm done with it. But I'm like in the middle of three different books right now, so I don't know what that will be. But yeah. it's called How Fascism Works, and it kind of talks about how these far-right organizations grow and spread and um well knowing how they grow and spread is in my opinion part of fighting them so i'm right. every group developing their own group they want to other with the same fucking types of beliefs You're yeah pretty much i'm almost done with the book of five rings if anybody wants to borrow that from me about sword fighting later. Mm. Sterling looks. Turn the mirroring off on my video. <laughs> and uh, it's just weird. <laughs> uh, yes, Calvin, the deficit myth uh, has made it onto our reading list. We're just not entirely sure when we're going to get to it because we have uh, seized the time. During the current event streams, we're still picking away at quotations from Chairman Mao, and I'm also reading how fascism works. Um, so it'll it'll have to be after we finish this mini series on the Black Panther Party. But yes, yes, it is. Uh, so we have another video. Um, Probably not going to play the whole experience on it, but Nelson Mandela was talking about Palestine back in 1990, um, and much of what he said still rings true today. So I'm going to go ahead and pause the music, damn it, and go back to Nelson Mandela. There we go. Oh, I got a screen share, don't I? That might help. Maybe. <laughs> Oh my God. A Qaddafi or an Arafat or a Castro to be a future president of South Africa. One of the mistakes which some political analysts make is to think that their enemies should be our enemies. 
and we will never do. We have our own struggle, which we are conducting. Anyone knows we are grateful to the world for supporting our struggle. But nevertheless, we are an independent organization with its own policy. And the attitude of every country towards our attitude towards any country is determined by the attitude of that country to our struggle. Yasser Arafat, Colonel Gaddafi, Fidel Castro support our struggle to the hilt. There is no reason whatsoever why we should have any hesitation about hailing their commitment to human rights as they are being demanded in South Africa. Our attitude is based solely on the fact that they fully support the anti-apartheid struggle. They do not support it only in rhetoric. They are placing resources at our disposal for us to win the struggle. That is the position. <laughs> Hell yeah. Having said that, <laughs> that is the position. Yes. Oh, there was more to that. He wasn't done. Oh, yet. well, I mean, I know he wasn't done, but we just watched a 20 minute video and now we're going to watch another 10 minute video. Well, my point in putting that one in there was to get to where he was talking about Palestine. <laughs> He's not there yet. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I think I would Yasser be Arafat. dishonest if well, I did not express profound disappointment with the answer that Mr. Mandela gave to the previous question, because it suggests a certain degree of amorality. The, it suggests that the, what these people do in their own countries, what a Gaddafi does in Libya, what a, what a uh, Castro does in Cuba is totally irrelevant even in terms of the issue of, of human rights as long as they support the cause of the ANC. I hope that is not what Mr. Mandela meant and I would hope that he would clarify that issue further. Mr. Mandela. And at the same time want me to be involved in the internal affairs of Libya and uh, uh, Cuba. I refuse to do that. As far as Yasser Arafat is concerned, I explained to Mr. Sidney that we identify with the PLO because just like ourselves, they are fighting for the right of self-determination. That right there. Now it's a little bit
Indeed. I mean, that's that's a good way to sum it up. Yes. And I mean, in terms of the uh, I, I think that he took a wise stance in not getting involved with the internal affairs of other countries because he's wise enough to understand that he doesn't know their struggle, first of all. And second of all, he's not just gonna let some white guy in glasses with a New York accent tell him what's going on somewhere. Right. I mean, that's ultimately the problem that that white guy in glasses that's talking about what Cuba does to their people has probably never been to Cuba. I'm just saying. Indeed. All I've really got to say about it is <clears throat> it's been so long since I heard Yasser Arafat's name. You had that... to remember who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Benjamin Netanyahu has been in power my whole life. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. No, literally. Wasn't he in power? And in... maybe not, actually. I'm um, as far that. back as I can remember, at least. Yeah. You were probably I'm, a baby when it changed hands from Arafat to Netanyahu. I thought Yasser Arafat was the no. leader of Palestine. Well, the thing is, the collision happened there with um, Israel taking over those territories. They they don't have their own like representative government or anything that I'm aware of anymore. Uh, no, now, unfortunately, the closest thing they have is Hamas, but I thought Yasser Arafat was the head of, uh, the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Yeah. But basically, at, at that point in time, he had the power in, in the country as far as, there, there was, you know, a little bit more balance there of having some type of representation. He he would have been what they would have probably considered their leader. Yeah. Um, but it was Ariel Sharon who was the head of Israel before. I had to Google was it? that. Yeah, I, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Because I'm, you know, going off memory from 30 fucking years ago. Yeah. But, you know. But um, fucking Netanyahu has been in office since 1996. Okay. Yeah, see, as far dead. back as I can remember. Yeah. Since I was five. That's, wow. Yeah. He's been voted out and refused to leave. Yes. Yes, actually, that is currently the case. Oh, hey, there's a bunch of... Uh... Kelvin said, I thought that when he smiled, he looked like Obama. <laughs> James said, use the Googler and see. That's what I was doing, James. Right? That's why I didn't see your comment right away. I was using the Googler. Right, right. <laughs> shit up, because, yeah. Because I mean, we live in 2021, and if we're not expanding on our knowledge base with the availability of all human history at our fingertips and what are we even doing we're failing exactly um it's it's just fucked to see where things have, have 
gone. And that's not the only place where things are fucked either. Uh, we've been talking about Myanmar for month, month, for month, for months. Oh, months. Oh, did you see the president's? Uh, did you see the president's uh, little thing that he did the other day? He where he talked thing. about Myanmar. Oh God! What uh, did he? Did he call it Burma? The whole time. Oh my God. And no one corrected him. No one stopped him and was like, sir, sir. No. He was reading it, clearly reading it off a teleprompter that said Burma. Yeah. Face palm. For the love of God. Who were they colonized by? Was it the French or the English? I don't remember. It could have been the Portuguese, man. The Portuguese had a lot of random fucking places too again ask the googler yeah google it i'll keep the i'll keep the uh the masses entertained i'll keep the proletariat at bay while you figure this out um guys we got some announcements um the deep state with don hughes got the green light from corporate so uh that's going to be a thing um basically the daily show for antifa sluts if you like hearing my knockoff um hiccup from how to train a dragon voice uh you'll hear it more often uh they're making some some jokes rob you're giving me that look does that mean you have answers now i do have answers but it wasn't even a look bro okay it wasn't even a look i apologize (laughs) uh man (laughs) uh, right i'm sorry man i just have resting bitch face right anyway uh it was british rule from 1824 to 1948 hmm it was named India. I mean, not India. It was a province of British India is where that came from. But uh, it was named Burma by the British. Ah. And uh, when they established their own democratic government, they called it Myanmar. So. Oh, they um, also uh, dissolved... <clears throat> Uh, the, oh, I forget her name, the president of Myanmar. They dissolved her political party. See, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I knew that they were talking about it, but I didn't know that it had happened. Yeah, they, they officially did it, I believe, today. Um, and the, well, okay, so speaking of, I don't know how to say her name, Aung San Suu Kyi. Aung San Suu Kyi. Is that right? The the last word there is chi. Um, But yeah, you're close. Close. Okay. Um, So Myanmar's military government leader uh, has said that Suu Kyi is healthy at home. Supposedly she's on house arrest. Um, But, you know, she's not allowed to even have contact with her family or an attorney. So how do we know that? Um, they paraded her out for some uh, some cameras the other day. She looked physically healthy, but they didn't even let her like look at the cameras or talk to anybody. They just had her just give her fucking thumbprint, sign some paperwork, and then leave the building. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, the point is, is that she... Um... Is a Nobel Peace Prize laureate. 
for her long struggle against previous previous military rulers. And uh, it, the, the article from Al Jazeera says is among more than 4,000 people, but she was one of the first uh, arrested in the coup. That's how they took power. They arrested the democratically elected sitting president. Um, she faces charges that range from illegally possessing walkie-talkie radios. What? Yes. How is that a fucking crime? Ever? Anywhere? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even illegal in Afghanistan, where the Taliban uses ICOM radios, which are basically walkie-talkies, to communicate. Man, I knew it was going to end up being some serious fucking bullshit charges earlier when I asked you what the fuck charges they were bringing against her in the first place. Seriously? Um, fucking walkie-talkies. But more than, more than 700 civilians have been killed um, and more than 3,000 people have been arrested. What the fuck? Yeah. Are more than four thousand people actually? Sorry, but yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, uh, I know that she appeared uh, over video chat for her first court hearing, which was um, from her home, right? So. I, I knew that that happened, but I didn't realize that they actually like brought her out of her house and let her see the world for a second. Barely, um, but yeah. So that being said, um, we're definitely going to be watching for her court appearance and we're going to do our best to inform you guys of what's going on because it's a pretty fucked up situation. Uh, also, in Myanmar, rebels have seized a police a post uh, and killed the security forces that were holding it. Um, this is not the only story I've seen like this in the last two weeks. So, even though the entire military is trying to quell the uprising, is the way that they're pretty much wording it, but you know, they're trying to slaughter the opposition, is really what it seems like. Um, it's not slowing anybody down. Uh, the insurgents also managed to capture four soldiers. Hmm. Yeah. There is video. I'm going to just post the news article. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but uh, it seems like the people of Myanmar are fighting the good fight. There, it's in the comments. Um, the only other thing I have about Myanmar is that more than 125,000 teachers in Myanmar have been suspended for opposing the coup. But now correct me if I'm wrong, weren't the teachers part of the general strike? Like weren't the teachers not working anyway? How the fuck are you gonna suspend them? I mean, the... They can say whatever they want, man. They're in power right now. It doesn't really matter to these people if the teachers aren't working. They're just going to make it seem 
seem like, you know, oh, they're not working because we said they're not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really how it seems. And that's pretty much all I wanted to point out in there. Um, so let's see what else we got. India. Um, so we need to keep an eye on India. That goes to everybody in the call and everybody watching on social media. We and everybody to, listening in the future. And everybody listening tomorrow in the on future. the podcast platforms, for sure. Now I'm on board. Um, so, well, first of all, I'm going to screen share for a sec because I want to uh, show you that they are trying to take measures to prevent COVID. They are straight up, um, you know, like everybody is wearing a face shield. They're trying to sanitize the air, it looks like. I don't know how well that's working. But the point is, is that they acknowledge that COVID is a very real issue, but they're not backing down. And I mean, ultimately, why should they? Um, 12 opposition parties on Sunday issued a statement in support of the SKM call for a national protest on May 26th to mark six months um, since the protest began. And they're still demanding the immediate repeal of the farm laws and the legal entitlement to the minimum support price. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of words that I can't exactly pronounce, but there's a secular party, there's a Congress party, a Nationalist Congress party. Um, and then there's also uh, the Communist Party of I India and the CPI Marxist Party, which is also a Communist Party. Um, 12 parties out of the 15 total they have, 12 parties issued a statement in support of the protest. So not to say that the protests ever actually ended, but I think that we're going to see the masses back out into the streets in big parts of India two days from now. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. And they know how to do a fucking protest, right? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Right? I mean, by the millions, riding their tractors and everything. Like, fuck y'all, we're not farming shit till we get our needs met. They, yeah. So Never that try. is uh, all we have for international. Don, do you want to uh, possibly <clears throat> bring up the, uh, the Biden thing you were talking about? You want to show us a clip? Ooh, ooh, let me, um, let me hop on over let me see if i can find it again all right he's got a newsroom built yeah he's got a newsroom built and the camera of our correspondent in the field right now jesus christ um elon buddy we need your help with that kind of budget yeah no shit right hold on let me just let me just flash the uh the old elon signal it's a big shiba inu in the sky yeah yeah I think you should build a newsroom. I I'm gonna do it one of these days. Out of Amazon boxes. Your your boy's getting into voice acting, so I need to build a booth anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that in my why is that a thing? 
What? We can't see what you're looking at, Don. <laughs> I know. There's a search result. I typed in Biden and then started talking to Sterling. And the first thing that popped up is Biden lose yourself. I am the Eminem song. The results yes, Biden the Eminem. The Eminem song. Wait, 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 wait. Is it like Metal Trump, but like hip hop Biden? Yes. Oh god. Okay. Should we okay. play that instead of the, the interview? <laughs> I promise it's a lot more entertaining. There it is probably already. is. It probably is. So wait, wait, time out. Are you saying that you're who who here is not familiar with Metal Trump? Okay, I can't pull it up at the top of my head, but I know it's there. I but can't. I know it's there. Is it really hip hop Biden though? Is that is it the same people? This is from three months. Is hip hop really hip hop right now? I don't know. Wait, where's the new shit? Oh, man, I watched here? it live. I don't know why it's not here. All right. <laughs> I can't find it. I can't fucking find it. But he calls it Burma like a hundred times. Well, I guess you the only thing Bob in U.S. politics that I really have to talk about is uh, it was an article. It was an analysis of Trump's big lie. Um, and it lists out nine ways it continues to affect American politics. And then they're talking about the political fight. <laughs> based on the insurrection you know how the gop is like no no it didn't happen we didn't fucking do that guys have you seen any of the lincoln project videos no why would i watch that oh, oh my, my god. fucking god i don't know why they keep popping up on my on my youtube on the youtubes but they do and some of them are hilarious they're just trashing these shit republicans where the I beats? mean, I'm all, I'm all. Where are the fucking that. beats, Rob? Oh, yeah, where shit. are the fucking beats, Rob? Security purposes. Security purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I don't think yeah. you want. You know, you could do it too, Sterling. Yeah, but I'm not. So Sterling, <sighs> Sterling's beats are terrifying. They are. The <laughs> they put they put down in, in a dark place, Rob. I've tried it. I've tried it. <laughs> well, this is pretty There's, chill, right? Yeah. I like it. Does it make you guys at home feel fuzzy? It makes me feel romantic, Rob. If if we were on a date, what would you buy? What would you order to eat? <laughs> uh, I don't know who's, who's paying. Rob's cheap. Uh, probably. <laughs> I'll be the tank when the check comes. But later on, I get to be the bear. Wow. Canceled. So anyway. Um, right. Uh, yeah. The Associated Press is reporting that the shock of the January 6th ins insurrection has devolved into a political fight. When did it ever, how did it devolve? Did it ever change? Isn't it the same thing? Hey, hey, I, I need to say something. We need to stop calling it an insurrection that's too dignified of a word to use for whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, it was a mob, not an insurrection. It was like Barnum and Bailey's, is what that was. Yeah. 
Yeah, an, an insurrection is like what the IRA does. <laughs> That's not an insurrection. This was right-wing cosplay. As are most things that the right-wing does. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, they fired Liz Cheney for speaking out against Trump. You know, I'm not even surprised by that, honestly, but Trump has been cutting his ties with the old school Republicans to give the appearance that the Republicans aren't some sort of like political elite, but they still are. Mitch McConnell is still at the helm. Lindsey oh, Graham yeah. is still fucking there, isn't he? Oh, fucking God, I hope. I kind of hope now, now that you've said something, I'm going <laughs> to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Found to be interesting results. Never a boring day when you Google Lindsey Graham. Uh, man, I, that's, a, that's a name I haven't heard in a while, actually. Yeah, you United States Senator Lindsey Graham since 2003. Man, he huh. looks... Screen share, Don. Show us what is he. Oh look like? my God! Hold on, hold on. Let me let me enlarge this picture. That is not a face I want to see in the dark alley. <laughs> there he is. So... One second, one second. I'm 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 getting things ready. Getting things ready to open it in the incognito tab. Sorry, sorry. I don't yet? screen share. I don't screen share often. I cannot screen share while other participants are sharing. Rob. Oh my! Oh my! Go ahead. There's yeah, going to be no music. music. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we but how long do you think we're going to keep Lindsey Graham's ugly mug on our fucking stream? Right, still, like the the semi creepy tones. The music went perfect with Lindsey Graham. Just yeah. Really did. Wait a minute. Why? Yeah. What'd you do, Don? I don't know. Everything's so difficult. And now it's blocking the tab. Look at Lindsey Graham. Is that a face you want to see in a dark alley? Why are we both Googling Lindsey Graham right now? <laughs> Listen, I I got this this picture specifically from LemonParty.org. It's Lindsey Graham's new political party. Our motives may be different, Don. Promoted, promoted may be different. I'm looking for Lindsey Graham in some cartoon tentacle porn. That's probably different I, than what you're doing. That's wow. I haven't had any success in that. I haven't had any success in that. So I listen. He looks like he had a stroke about 12 years ago, and nobody noticed. And There's Mitch McConnell looks like he fucking like walked out of the primordial ooze like billions of years ago. What's your point? I'm just saying. He's an amoeba. <laughs> I, I okay, think I'm he's done. developed a little further than that, but just because he lost his shell. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I, turtles, I love turtles. Turtles are wholesome I, ass creatures. I we build fences for them in Michigan so they don't climb over the fence. Do you guys remember this whole fucking rant that our uh, our senator went on uh, in, in the Capitol building one time? Talking about turtle fences in Michigan, but they climbed the fence? Well, it's better than what Gaddafi did to the camels. We'll say that. And we'll end it there. Did he build no a context. camel fence? We'll end it there. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Google it. Google it. Uh, what did Gaddafi do to the camels? <laughs> 
It was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Anyway, that dude um, had style, though. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's crazy, sure, but he could wear a suit for real. He made he, that shit fly. As he fuck. could wear he some fucking lion skins, man. Right. The way he accessorized was just on fucking point. He was in touch, at least in fashion, you know. Fuck yeah, he belonged on a fucking runway. Shit. Okay, so I I want to go over this uh, the CNN opinion piece. Um, about the nine ways the big lie continues to reverberate in American politics. It's fuel for restrictive voting laws. How many? How many states does anybody uh, does anybody know? How many states have passed more aggressive voter restriction laws? I mean, I actually don't know. It's a rhetorical question, but um, a career problem for Republicans who stood for truth, for example. Oh, excuse me. For example, um, Liz Cheney, for example. I said for example twice there. Welcome to the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> no, so... Uh, yeah, so like Doug Ducey actually here in Arizona was attacked by Trump a couple of months ago because he didn't... What the fuck are you doing? Nothing. You gotta do it again. Now, now <laughs> you gotta do it with the screen on you. No. <laughs> the whole yeah, point of doing it. Just Okay, well, I'm glad I got to see that. <laughs> uh, it's a rationale for a crackdown on elections officials. Oh, hey. Thanks for that ad, CNN. I don't want you your boil down. A rationale for a crackdown on elections officials. Um, you know, like Georgia and Florida both passed laws that elections uh, personnel can be penalized if drop boxes are made ava available or. Uh, yeah. An impetus for change in the House Republican leadership, like we were just talking about uh, Liz Cheney. Um, it's a factor in open primary races. Um, <laughs> Way too much exercise for me. Sorry. Uh, I put it in gallery view just a second, just a second too late. Oh no! <laughs> And the effect on the public, it's ammunition for conspiracy theorists. We're seeing that already here in Arizona. The audit is uh, completely based on the big lie and QAnon spirit, uh, is become a fixation in QAnon conspiracy circles. Arizona is going to be the first domino to fall. Right, right. Right, right. Look. Cyber ninjas. I'm just going to pause this right man. now. We need to keep it in gallery view. Why? Because it keeps us on our toes. It does it keep keeps us, us on our, toes. On our fucking toes. I can't toes. fuck with you guys now because the whole crowd's going to see You can. You can. You just have to do it well. <laughs> you got to fuck with everybody at home. So apparently, I guess that means I do too. Oh, There's man. no just sitting here zoning out like, okay, cool. 
We weren't zoning out. I can disassociate. Oh, that still happens. Okay. I mean. Yeah, right. Uh, so mutual aid. We haven't had a mutual aid section in a few weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a mutual aid fair that is uh, providing free groceries and vaccines um, and other things as well. It's uh, Are they going to have bear cloth? What the fuck? Of course. <laughs> Norman, where is Norman? What state is Norman in? I don't know. <laughs> it's being put... To, it's being put together by Red Dirt Collective. I'm going to their page to find out where they're located. Good, good. <laughs> because good. the journalism was so great on this article that they didn't include that. Listen, it's in Norman, all right? I don't know who he is, where he's Oklahoma. at. Oklahoma. But... Norman, ah. Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, man. Now my brain went full musical mode. Oh, welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, multiple Norman community groups will host a mutual aid fair on Saturday in the parking lot of Irving Middle School, where residents can receive free groceries, hygiene products, and the COVID-19 vaccine. The Red Dirt Collective is hosting the event in partnership with other local community groups, which will each donate and volunteer in their own way. The event will run from noon to four Saturday. The Cleveland County Health Department is providing vaccines. Norman Collective for Racial Justice will host a voter registration booth. Period OKC will provide menstrual hygiene products. Social and Justice League of Norman will volunteer. Little Red Wagon will provide books. And Yellow Dog Coffee and Natural Grocers will donate food and groceries, all available to attendees for no charge. Our overall goal as an organization is to organize and mobilize other working class people in Norman, as well as the core of Norman, and that we do that with several different projects. So this is really just another extension of what we want to do to get the community together and connected and kind of build a network that people can connect and rely on each other. I thought you were going to keep the clapping going. Yeah. They also had um, live music and lawn games and a craft area for kids. Lawn darts. Oh, yeah. Lawn darts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my Man, God. I saw a box that said lawn darts at the store the other day, and I got so excited, but they're the stupid, like, rubber end. Oh. Those are darts. Darts are pointy. Darts are, <laughs> darts are dangerous. There's got to be some danger to this. I saw... You have to at least risk getting stabbed in the leg or something. I saw the most American thing <laughs> today. I saw, in a sharper image catalog, a red, white, and blue lawn beer pong set oh man just for brett just for brett just for brett dad owns a dealership let's buy him some beer pong toys some beer, anyway some lawn beer pong that was stereotypical. one person one person like that i'm glad I'm one sorry. person like that so uh <laughs> we're all guilty <clears throat> yeah of lawn beer pong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of garage beer pong. Yeah. Look, you got to wash it off first, okay? No, okay. Bar barracks beer pong. Uh. Oh, man. You remember actually playing it with beer? Yes. Yes, I remember actually playing it with beer and being concerned. So much I got, dirt. 
so when I got back it. to the States after spending time in Germany, I, I, I was very concerned that people were using water instead of beer to the point where I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Where's the beer? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, we've all had our shots. Yeah, I mean, not today's, the, no, today's now, kids but. don't. Today's kids don't know. You don't yeah. take a sip of beer when somebody gets a cup and beer pong. You, no, you, no, you drink the, the beer. <laughs> drink the whole cup. So, like when I was first introduced to the game and told other team gets one in your cup, you drink. I was like, so there's literally no losing in this game. No, no. None. No. No, you don't lose till the next morning. <laughs> Tightly. Never during the game. If you're lucky, Rob. If you're well, lucky. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. If you're if you're done, you just maintain the drunk throughout the day until life tells you you need to quit. <laughs> that, um, that describes my 20s. Yeah. That's the archetype of the 20s. That's the Isn't American it? archetype it, it of really the 20s. Is. Wait, the roaring 20s? Oh, no, no, they're, they're they're roaring, all dude. of our 20s, whenever we hit it, it's, you know, Fervent alcoholism. Like if I live through this, you know. All right, so uh, age out of your twenties, you know. Of all the times to sprout out of the fucking ground, it's right now. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Is that how? Is that how babies are born in Arizona? Oh my god! (laughs) Uh, That's the way, dude. (laughs) The rains come once a year. Babies sprout up like Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh God! But, but they're but like Alabama kids or something. But no, that's when those tax returns come, dude. <laughs> so for I don't COVID, know how to connect it. For COVID but... news today, we have uh, the Indian variant, which Dean was warning about <clears throat> last time he was here. What was that? Two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Something like that. Yeah. Um. So the cases of the Indian variant in England have risen by 50% in three days and more than doubled in a week. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the public health service is essentially warning of a third wave. And, uh, you know, they're in the midst of vaccinating too. So it's not like nobody's vaccinated and it's taking off like this. A significant portion of the population is vaccinated and it's spreading like this. Dean's been warning of a third wave since we started this podcast. Yep. No, we were in the we were going into the second wave when we started this podcast. Yes, I know, but Dean's been saying something about a third wave, at least oh, since well, I've been warning. Well, about- yeah, okay, that's fair. I thought you were saying that he was like the third wave's gonna get here, but I mean no, he was saying we were in the second wave at that point five months ago. And he was saying right when it started to warm up, it was going to look like yep. it was safe and we were going to see all the fucking um, safety measures reversed. And yeah, Michigan's and- already doing that. Michigan's lifting all fucking safety measures. Yeah, July first. Yeah. Yeah, I we did ours a month ago already. It's going to be ridiculous. Man. It's going to be bad. Um, aliens you know, are everybody feels safe right now and I, I don't blame I don't, you I don't feel safe Rob me either. not right now me either you know why why 
because the beats are gone. No, they're not. Right? Yeah, they are. You stopped sharing them so we could screen share and you never kicked them back on. Security. Well, I mean, my screen sharing is on, though. And yeah, but right. your music sharing is not. But it is, though. I, I hear it anyway. Oh, well. We don't. Lord Sterling, pretend my arms are around you, bud. Well, I'm already jammed. I, I mean... <laughs> ah! Here we go. Here they are. The we need a mood, man. We need mood. <laughs> Dina Dominant three. Dean Adamus, yeah. Dean Adamus. Yeah. Dean so, Adamus. Uh, Jane Goodall, the, it, <laughs> if, if you guys don't remember who Jane Goodall is, she's the ape lady. She's Jane. She's a badass. Okay, like, that, that cleared it up for everybody, though, right? She's the ape lady? Yeah. Okay. Spent her entire life studying apes. And yeah, she's, she's like... The majority of what we know about them. Yeah. Them sign language, figure yep. out how we communicate with them. Okay. They are that intelligence. Um, so four days ago, she said that humanity's disrespect of the natural uh, of the natural world is what brought on the pandemic, and she urges people to develop a new, more sustainable relationship with the natural world. We basically brought this pandemic on ourselves by our disrespect of the natural natural world, forcing animals closer to people, making it easier for a pathogen to jump from an animal to a person. Hopefully this pandemic has woken people up. We must develop a new relationship with the natural world. We have this crazy notion that we have unlimited economic development on a planet with finite natural resources and a growing population of humans and their livestock. We have to work out some kind of sustainable population, especially of livestock. Commercial agriculture is destroying immense areas of habitat to grow the grain to feed all those billions of animals, and a lot of fossil fuels are used in the process. We have to somehow create a more sustainable, greener economy. We have to have a mindset, a, a new mindset for our very survival. We can totally do that. The infrastructure is there. Totally there. We, we could switch to farm to table. You don't need fucking 18 acres of corn growing. Where in the fucking, where on the planet, anywhere on the planet, do you see 18 acres of one specific plant growing anywhere? You don't. Well, I you, mean, except for places where it's... Where, where, other than where it's cultivated like that. But like monocrops, man, it's, it's not the soil. It's not natural. Sterling, what you're doing? Pretty natural. Pretty natural. Like right now, or what? Uh, oh. The way you're three growing your corn, the together. three sisters growing. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, have had no success with that until this last attempt, and uh, it's working swimmingly. Okay. I am happy. Last time for I just you. killed my corn. Thank you. I'm still kind of, you know, like using ghetto methods here. And you got to uh, start somewhere, man. Well, right, right. So it's kind of a learning process on that regard. Plus, I've <laughs> never grown in Arizona before. And God damn it, it's is it hot. It's, it's fucking hot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like tomatoes, you know how the tag says full sun? No. 
<laughs> yeah. Not full sun in Arizona. No. <laughs> Arizona full sun's different than like Michigan full sun. Now my tomatoes have full sun, but they're in the ground and they've had I'm not starting shit from seed out there like that, except for of course the corn and everything like that, but they're not tomatoes. So. I didn't start my tomatoes, tomatoes from seeds uh, either, but I do have them under the sunshade now. Mm. Well, not all I, tomatoes are the same, too. I mean, some are that's like that's true. Actually, my heirlooms, which is which is really funny, uh, but my heirlooms are not under the sunshade, and they're loving it. But like my beefsteak and my aromas are not loving it. I'm at war right now with the birds. Uh, I have heavy. some bird netting that I have over some stuff, and I haven't had any issues with anything else yet. So hopefully, <laughs> I would so do netting. Uh, but I just know that covering the shit during the winter has been a bitch and keeping it on during the wind has been impossible. Um, we have just such crazy wind out here. It's actually, there's a, there's a skydive place nearby, like maybe fucking five miles away that, uh, people come from all around, all around to get this air. I have no idea why, but it means it's windy as fuck on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. welcome, welcome. <laughs> oh, man, well, it's kind of nice to, I just want to say this again. It's kind of nice to like have an actual like logo instead of a generic solidarity fist from the internet. Yeah. yeah, I think that thing's rad. That thing's really rad. Thank you. It doesn't quite match the one on my chest though. Okay. It's not what we were going for, but okay. Show us the chest, bro. <laughs> I did. Is Show us, but... <laughs> Show Show us, us your the chest. chest. Show us your chest. Uh, That's not how it works, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have comments again. Oh, you already read that. Dean Adamas predicted it. Yup. James said, Sterling, corn either grows or it don't. <laughs> and it didn't. It didn't until now. <laughs> no, it was a watering issue, man. It was... Uh, were you watering it, it too much or not enough? And I where suspect the fuck? not enough because I recently fixed my plumbing, right? So now I'm able to uh, put it on a timer. Because before I, I'd have to do it all, turn it on by hand. And it would leak like a bitch, but... Now it's on a timer. It's watered twice a day for uh, maybe about an hour 15 each, right? And that's Arizona sun. And what are we in? May, end of May. So that may increase a little bit, maybe about 15 minutes per go, but that'll be as much as I do. I think it's doing really well. I went too, I, I went too deep with that. Yes. But thank you, James. I will up guys i was looking at us very <laughs> <laughs> very right. invitingly like uh <laughs> i don't know where to go with that <laughs> i don't I'm know where to go with that sitting on my chair and at weird angles that's the uh grab the mic on the monitor angle right there 
we're about to get in the pit. What are you gonna say? What's your like right before the breakdown? Line it, for it's us? Typically, it's probably let's go. It's probably bleh. Let's or, go. Yeah, bleh. Bleh. Fuck that. Fuck that. Give me a real one. No. A real one. I can't do a real one. A real what? A real bleh. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be cheese and rice. <laughs> that? Yeah, that. Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> Best metal scream ever, man. You never heard that? It's at the oh, dude, no, 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 no. It's at the beginning of Dig, they go, and then Chad goes, bleh. <laughs> oh, oh, no, hold on. I, you're right about the song, but you have to see. I'm sure that I'm sure that 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 most of the people uh, that I'm face to face with have seen this, but for those of you at home, and we're getting pulled for a good reason. Uh... That's all. <laughs> My favorite one is the oh. screaming goat one. And they pulled us. No, Did they? No. That was less than 30 <laughs> seconds. God damn it. I will fist fight Chad Gray over that. What the fuck? And probably lose, but... I don't know, man. He's kind of old now. Yeah. That's why I didn't say Ryan Martin. His, he would beat the shit out of me. I would let him. You know who really scares me? It's Randy Blythe. Yeah. Like. Terrifying. If there's one that I would not say any shit to. I wouldn't anyway because he's amazing. But if I were just going to fuck around, it would not, not be with him. Corpse grinder. Hmm. The lead singer of Cannibal Corpse. All right, you guys, I got a, I got a, I got a thing. You wanted to hear, I, oh man, Sterling, you're going to appreciate this. What? Are... <laughs> the sound of silence. That's a, oh, what? I'm, oh, I'm not, sh am I not sharing sound? Nope. I'm no. not sharing anything. Nope. Are we getting closer? Hold on. Trying to get in on it. One more time. We are so getting pulled. <laughs> Wait. They can't pull up. You interrupted the black. That's all I wanted was the black. Listen, they can't pull us. I donated <laughs> to getting Randy out of prison back in the day. <laughs> they owe me. Oh, man. At least 30 seconds. I mean, so did man. Chris Adler, but they still kicked him out of the band. Listen, man, he had he a, sold like three drum sets. He had a thing that happy he had a he had a, a thing, an accident, and and he was on tour with Megadeth and Well the max the accident happened after that, but he they parted ways because he was fired. It wasn't Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just trying to spin it. Uh -huh. I mean, if they said they fired him, I'm not going to try to see I'm on to you, Don. 
I'm on to you. <laughs> I'm on you're on to me? So no, we're in, uh, whoa, you're on him? And we're back to the smooth beats. You're on him. So uh, I'm going to give it over to Sterling, I think, for a minute, because he, well, I, th I think it was you that put the the crypto note in there. Smoke shit, shit, sesh. We don't need more. Smoke shit? Oh, you just no. said, you just said the word and I have to check now. Oh my God. Well, I have no real reason to screen share because I just pasted a bunch of shit notes, but I'm going to share it anyway. So 36 cents, Sterling. Yeah. The ticker's up, dude. The ticker is up. You see that fucking climb today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I saw the uh, massive dip the other day as well. Oh, yeah. I and I bought in. Again. I didn't have any money to buy in. Even the chump change, dude. I mean, I beer didn't money. have any. Beer, beer money is driving this thing down. I don't have any. Uh, listen, I don't have any Trump change, okay? Trump change. But anyway. Uh, just some some random thoughts about crypto <laughs> right now. The crypto news: uh, South Korea's central bank is planning to conduct a mock test on the functionality of a central bank digital currency. Also, China cracks down. This is partly what's responsible for the massive dip the other day. Partly just some element of a string of possibilities I'm trying to connect here. But anyway, while Musk was disappointing Bitcoin bulls, China took action to crush them on Tuesday. The Chinese government banned the country's financial institutions from providing services related to virtual currencies. This includes trading, storage, insurance, and payment services, among others. China also warned of the many risks of investing in cryptocurrencies, including the ease of price manipulation. These concerns echoed those voiced by other regulators in recent months. February, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned about the risks of Bitcoin, including its transactional inefficiency, high energy usage, and extreme volatility. And in May, Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey also cautioned investors about the risk of cryptocurrency, going as far as to say if consumers invest in these types of products, they should be prepared to lose all their money. That's very true. It's very true. Uh, Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey set out further concerns about digital currencies, saying there's a danger of getting carried away with financial in innovation. I'm skeptical about crypto assets, frankly, because they're dangerous and they're a huge enthusiasm. Furthermore, I'm afraid crypto and currency are two words that don't go together for me. There's a lot of hate speech against crypto, and yet... The federal chair, Jerome Powell, on Thursday announced the Federal Reserve will get more involved in cryptocurrency, may even create its own digital currency down the road. Bank of England is doing the same thing. These people are are the same ones that were telling you that it's bullshit. <laughs> and now they're like, maybe we're going to try it. But you should be really scared to invest and make any money right now. They, they did the same thing when we transitioned from from gold coins to paper notes and i'm sure they did the same thing when we transitioned from fucking seashells to gold coins yeah like james but I, I, think... I like paper money and coins just as much as everybody else but like if if crypto is where it's going then crypto is where it's going Crypto is definitely where it's going, but I think there's also another element to it in which we see kind of a convergence of cryptocurrency investing 
from retailers, right? Retail investments and uh, the GME AMC push from retail investments. It's a, it's a, uh, an activism of sorts. It's a selfish activism, mind you, but I mean, as we've said before in private talks, they're basically occupying Wall Street, you know, in a sense, digitally. Yeah. Right. yeah. And as far as banks um, warning against crypto, uh, they'll be out of a job. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not even what I was going to say. It, it's simple to say fuck them. And essentially, yeah, fuck them. But, uh, the Swedish National Bank, before this year's craziness with crypto, which is going to be a segment on the deep state when we finally record that, um, craziness in crypto, boom. Uh, no, but before all this craziness with crypto, the Swedish National Bank was already talking about doing a pilot program where they're money system i forget what their financial system is the kroner or something like that was going to be digital i mean most of our money is digital anyway how many of you how many of you bank online most most of the time they don't even create a physical currency to represent that dollar yeah um, i mean all these trillions of dollars that were injected into the economy we, they didn't print those nope I mean, maybe they printed some zero. of them. I don't fucking know, but I doubt it. They wanted their change back, for Christ's sake. I mean, fuck. But, yeah. Point being, uh, don't put your life savings in there, but a lot of people are paying off their house. It's something to look at. But also, and this is not financial advice, so I have to say that for some stupid fucking reason. I mean, it should be common sense, but it's not. I'm gonna um, send you. I'm gonna send you a a, a YouTube video after this that sure, we can watch yeah, on sure. here. <laughs> but yeah, there's a significant transfer of wealth. There's a bunch of millionaires being made overnight, and I'm not saying it's gonna happen to everybody. I'm just saying that's that's a factor that they're considering when they go to the drawing board here. It's not just is this gonna work? Is it efficient? Is it good for the people? I mean, there there's a lot of things moving around. They're not happy. Is is obvious where's Rob he went to at Rev uh, yeah I didn't have any more after that what do we got what do we got alright uh, well I mean um, you see the video of that uh <clears throat> The Jewish space lady plays with lady. What's her name? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Fuck Yeah. Did you see the video of her chasing down AOC, yelling at her about a debate like it was some sort of WWF in between the fights? This thing? bitch literally bent down yelling into her male spot. <laughs> well. Like. How unhinged is she? Did she? She was screaming into her mail slot about crazy shit about abortion. And, you know, they have to beat you up to take your coins. Can't they hack your crypto? Yeah, they probably can. They can hack your crypto. Yeah. And I mean, literally every day, developers are working tirelessly to, to get this thing more secure. I mean, Visa is adopting blockchain. I mean, but I'm not pretending. 
Listen, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. Well, my internet connection is unstable. I don't know if you can hear me right now. I'm back, apparently. Um, I'm going to say the same thing that I've said a couple of times. What the fuck? All right. I'm 30 years old. I'm like, we just know that we've seen beer money turn to far more than beer money. We threw some beer money in crypto. So honestly, like if, if somebody hacks my crypto, I'm literally out like 25 bucks that I invested. It just happens to be a lot fucking more than that right now because it was only like three and a half to five cent share for the two chunks that I bought. Not a big deal. Um, but if I can cash the mix out. Yeah, I eventually plan on cashing out and like buying land or gold. Well, part of the movement also is that you want to leave or you could leave a portion of it in there to keep the market up because you're essentially holding the door, right? So you're holding, but you're also holding the door for uh, your comrades, as it were, to get on. That's kind of what's happening, I think, at the moment with those and with perhaps other stocks as well. I'm not, I'm not super versed in AMC, but yeah. the thing is that it's easy enough to get into now with some low risk uh, money. And by being in right now, that could turn into something higher. And if it does, taking all of it out, all the whales all at once uh, would just break the whole Crash. thing. You know, yeah. Right. But also, like, if it does develop, you can take out fortunes. Which mine, I, still. I bought that not expecting any type of quick return at all. I bought that as a solidarity investment and figured, fuck it, I'll leave it in there and see what happens in 10 years if it grows like Bitcoin has. But even if it does, I'm only going to cash out a little at a time of what I need for whatever purchase I'm going to make with it, whatever investment I'm going to make with it from there. But, you know, like... I, I get it. It's cool. There's a lot of people who bought in with a lot more fucking money than my beer money I had to spend on that shit. And they've made bank from cashing out, but I'm with you. Let's hold the fucking door. And you can still make a lot of money and hold the door. I mean, I know a guy that pretty much paid off his house with an early investment, and he still left the rest in there. He just, I mean, right. Free right. yourself of debt. Free yourself of debt at a fairly young age. I mean, right. that would be miraculous for a large number of people here that that's just threw in shit money, you know, or what, whatever level of shit money it is. I mean, $25 investments in fucking five years from now can be, yeah. You just said shit money. And all yeah. I can think of is back in... I want to say it was the Heian period in Japan. They had an economy based around shit because fertilizer was probably the most um, valuable thing that they could have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just wow. Sorry, you know, I, I, you know, feces or coffee beans. It's always something, right? It's always something. It's always shit. fucking something. 
you can literally have a shit economy. They had a shit it economy. Yeah, I, I don't quote me on that. It could have been it could have been an earlier period in Japan's history, like the Yayoi period, um, not the Jomon period, because the the Jomon culture didn't develop wet rice farming. Um, they were more hunter gatherer. That's really deep, though, Don. I mean, that's that's a an economy where uh, wealth. Uh, what is it called? Hoarding is actually uh, detrimental to you. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so it it it's it's bad to hold this money. Just use it and get rid of it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Um. So I also want to uh in this uh wealth inequality section to talk about uh i had it on the tip of my tongue i'm sorry did the, i detail uh, you with Japan? so so i don't know how i'm gonna follow up that whole spiel on uh crypto and you know holding the door for our well we moved so. we moved to fecal money uh, yeah yeah you can I jump don't know. in anytime i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to follow up fecal money, but U.S. billionaire wealth skyrocketed 55% during the pandemic. It's mm, a good way to follow it. <laughs> yeah, so now instead of having shit currency, we have shit bags hoarding currency. It's ah. turning into shit currency. It's turning yeah. into shit currency. The, the dollars devaluate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the what? Anybody know what the current value of the American dollar is? I don't know. Dollar. Well, yeah, one one dollar. Oh. <laughs> Two coffee beans and a turd. Two coffee now, beans and a turd are, are kept in this magic computer, and when we need more money. We just put a few zeros. <laughs> One U.S. dollar is worth 0. 0.000533 ounces of gold. The pound sterling is worth twice that. Thank you, Don. Or nearly twice that. Lord Sterling, you're more valuable than any dollar. So one, one ounce of gold <laughs> is going for $1,874.66. Fuck, I should have held on to my gold. I sold that shit years ago. Years ago. I watched a lot of South Park growing up. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and there are jokes that they have made about about your people. <laughs> and, my people. And gold. And gold? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh. I, yeah. I, I love South Park, but yeah, they hey, they fuck with everybody equally, so I can't even can't even be mad about it. But Russell Crowe wasn't even mad about his episode, man. Like he actually right. laughed. Right. Uh, come on. Right. No, I used to have a bunch of like dope ass gold rings, gold oh, necklaces, yeah. all kinds of shit. Fucking sold it. I was broke. I have a German mark in my uh, my treasure box over there. Yeah. And some some Bulgarian money that I'm never going to be able to spend again because I'm not allowed in Bulgaria. Why not? 
<laughs> that sounds like an interesting story. How does one get banned from Bulgaria? It's got to be banned. Well, okay, so do, the, share, the, share with the class. That's uh, <laughs> that's a conversation for a different podcast, perhaps. Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just leave it at. I'm not the only one banned from Bulgaria. Okay, okay, it was a group. That effort. makes it better. <laughs> it was a group effort. I'm not the only American that got banned from Bulgaria that uh, day. Damn Americans, you can't like take them anywhere. I'm not ever, the first yeah. one, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just not the only one that time. I'm. We might be. We might have been the first. My my mind is going wild. How did it happen? Is it? Oh man! I'll tell you later, man. Don's just like we are not doing this. I'm having second thoughts about you, Don. I'm having You're second thoughts. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Rob, do you really want me to go on this spiel? You've heard the story. You've heard about, you know, Samoans sexually assaulting Volvos, trying to fight the Russian mob, pissing on an Eastern Orthodox church that had paintings of demons <laughs> eating babies. <laughs> That's uh, great. Things I don't remember. Things I wasn't involved in in any way. But your buddy did. I'd, I wouldn't call him my buddy. I would just say that Don I, I think he there. said body. Yeah. My yeah. body. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd right. call him my buddy either, but right. How much is silver? That's a good that's a good segue out of this. How much is silver, Rob? Uh a dollar is 0.71 pounds sterling. Ah. Hmm. So how much yeah. sterling would sterling be worth? If sterling was worth sterling. Wait, one, wait, 0.7 pounds of silver is worth a dollar? Yeah. No. <laughs> what? Okay. That's, okay. Not, that's not how this works. That's not how this works. <laughs> anyway. That's a lot of fucking silver. <laughs> I, uh, there's an article from Forbes that I have that's asking how can Congress fix the, the racial wealth gap and help create. And, uh, Congress has created all of the gaps. All of right, right. So, so they're talking about baby bonds, right? Um, right. create, uh, creating are exempting rather black Americans from capital gains on home sale, uh, home sales rather, and tax incentives, yada yada. Um, I'm sorry, re rewind that a bit. Did you say baby bombs? Baby bonds. Bonds. Bond. 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 Okay. okay. I was like stocks and like, bonds. I, I thought they were going to stocks start, like, and bombs. <laughs> I thought they were going to start like. I don't even know how to describe what I thought they were going to do. That would get us deplatformed and pulled very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was bombs um, to make babies. I was thinking shit diapers. Okay, so like, I'm not going to go into the article. 
frankly, I, I don't think that anything that they lay out is bold enough. Um, but I just wanted to point out that even Forbes is like, hey, Congress helped create this fucking problem. Yeah, Forbes knows what's up. Sometimes, sometimes they're a straight up capitalist rag. But oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's Forbes. It's Forbes. <laughs> but uh, they're right about this, and I'm I'm glad to see uh, Forbes and uh, Business Insider has had some pretty. What's in the box, Don? Uh, what's in the box, Don? What's in the fucking box? Don? What's in the fucking box? Oh my god. No, so and then I already said billionaire wealth has skyrocketed during the pandemic and it, it this is exactly what uh, we were trying to warn of when we saw six trillion dollars pumped into the stock market in less than a week. We just can't make money out of thin air, Rob. But they did. <laughs> the, the fuck we can't. That's just not how it works. But that's what they do for the rich. Yeah. That's exactly how that works, Sterling. Right. <laughs> Precisely how it works. There are rules they go to into this the game that we made. Okay? And we all agreed. <laughs> we all agreed in this room. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I I know what voodoo economics is, and I'm telling you. They simply, they cut the head off a chicken and wherever it stops flopping around on is what they do. Arise, chicken, arise. Anybody? I do not know how much legitimacy there is to that. That's why we keep getting like bank bailouts and corporate bailouts and shit. Because of voodoo? thing on the floor and they just cut the chicken set off, throw it on the floor and wherever it lands. Mitch McConnell like sucks the marrow out of it real quick. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. Mitch McConnell sucks chickens. Does anybody know what tomorrow is? Tuesday? No. It's May 25th. Does anybody know the significance of that date? My brain is yelling at me saying you should. Why isn't it there? Error. Error. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It spawned. <laughs> One of the largest uprisings that we have seen in the United States in recent history. Mayday? What? Mayday? Mayday? No, that no. would be May 1st. I, I, American George Floyd history. was murdered by Derek Chauvin a year ago tomorrow. I am oh my god, you of shit. I see. So, uh, hey man, my memory's Swiss cheese. So, uh, in Minneapolis, there's a lot going on for the week. Um, I know his family held a march today. Um, I know there's there's more going on all week, but they're, they're they've declared it George Floyd Week in and around George Floyd Square. Um, I don't, uh, I was at, uh, I was, I was busy occupied with other things when this was live, but a comrade of ours was on the scene and, uh, 
their media organization is called E-Girl Vanguard Media. But uh, this is at the state capitol. This is the, the march that his family called today. The Minnesota state capitol. So, I mean, I'm not gonna... Obviously, we're not gonna watch this whole live stream. But it seems like there was hundreds of people there, but the Capitol Mall is a pretty big uh, place. So, I, I mean, I don't think that on the ground footage really does it justice. Um, Elon, if you want to invest in a helicopter so we can get some above the air footage. <laughs> fucking wait, Elon. No, we would settle for just you know a biplane uh, well yeah i'd yeah, settle for a drone shit that that's I what i was gonna say i'd settle for a drone and just you know some money to buy an airplane ticket to get out there but okay i have a drone he's got a drone mm. let's use it okay yeah now you just need to get to minneapolis money. I've been um, meaning to make the pilgrimage to my people's homeland for a while anyway. Fucking oh A. The Swedish American History Museum <clears throat> is in Minnesota. I know. I've seen some pretty cool shit that uh, they have there. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, uh, so far it doesn't seem like the police have cracked down or anything. Of course, I haven't seen anything current. I don't know if, you know, their permit ran out at a specific time and they're not leaving or anything like that. Um, I do intend to, uh, later in the stream, to circle back to George Floyd Week and see if we can find any other uh, sort of, you know, interviews with people on the ground or or any other footage of the event or like I said if anything has developed um, keeping up on that but for now <clears throat> I think we can move on to power of the strike we just got a little baby segment for power <laughs> of the strike today but uh, fast food workers in 15 plus cities um, went on strike for a $15 an hour minimum wage which uh, I do want to say I full uh, I wholeheartedly support the fight for 15 but personally I think we should be fighting for 25 uh, aim high right I mean we were fighting for 15 15 years ago it's time to you know bring it up to 2021 standards Yeah. Damn, dude. That so, was a good vibe. What? That was a good vibe. That song was banging. Oh, oh well, I mean, hold, hold the fuck on, Sterling. I'm fine. I'm just commenting on, on the beauty of that arrangement. Um, yeah, you got out to the artist. That, that puts me together, you know, like for the moment. So 
workers walked off the job in LA, Oakland, Sacramento, Miami, Tampa, Orlando, Chicago, Detroit, Flint, Kansas City, St. Louis, Houston, Milwaukee, and others. Solidarity with Detroit and Flint. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, the Midwest was representing almost as hard as California. Actually, just as hard as California. Chicago, Detroit, and Flint were all involved. Kansas City, St. Louis, Milwaukee. Um, all right, so then. let's say you work 40 hours a week, every week, <clears throat> which doesn't happen in McDonald's because they schedule you like 25 fucking hours a week. But if you were working 40 hour weeks every week, the annual salary would be $13,920. Where can you live on that? I, I mean, that's at the federal minimum wage. I'll say that. That's not. Nowhere. That's not not even in fucking Flint. Nowhere. Exactly. Um, it, it won't even afford, it, it, it won't afford a two bedroom apartment anywhere in the country. And it won't afford a one bedroom apartment in 95% of US counties. If minimum wage kept up with inflation, that's not including increases in worker productivity. If the minimum wage kept up with just inflation, it would be $24 an hour. The fight for 15. If we're talking productivity, it should be closer to 35 to 40. The last um, official, official calculation that I saw was like 33, but yeah, either way, that was a couple of years that, ago. Right, that would be based on, even right now, the most recent numbers we might be able to pull would be last year's, if not the year before. So right. like, um, yeah, it's fucking nuts what they expect people to survive on. And basically putting so many people in the position of, you can only afford to survive if you're in one of those jobs if you have multiple fucking incomes in your home. Keep everybody strapped. McDonald's employees have been organizing for a $15 an hour minimum wage and union rights since 2012. Yep. We were already calling for it in 2011 with Occupy and it had already been a movement for a moment, you know, prior to that. That we were like grabbing hold of going yes we need to increase the fucking minimum wage i i don't get why there's so many people who are so strongly against that other than you know like they're complaining about oh well why should this person make as much money as i do when i had to get training or degrees or whatever to get my job and it's like that means you should be telling your employer to pay you even fucking more that doesn't mean shit on the people who need to make more in order to survive. I I don't get it. We're only going to get somewhere with this by lifting each other up, not trying to step on each other's heads, playing, you know, pretend temporarily embarrassed millionaires. You know, they're hiring people for a fraction under what they're paying us and they're having us train them and what they do with us later. I don't know, but the argument against that should not be we shouldn't pay them decently when they come in. It should be great. You're, starting at, a, you're starting at a fairly reasonable rage for being a slaver. Uh, but yeah, everybody are raised. Everybody raised. And if that means getting an offer somewhere else and coming back like it's a golden ticket, I mean, do it. Do it. Everybody do it. I've Everybody's trying to hire ticket. people. <laughs> there you go. I'm going no, to have to get a little... 
close to no here. Break this down. I, I want to just say something real quick too. Okay. You just referred to an offer from another place as the golden ticket. It can be. Do it that. can be. Do that yeah. if you're if you're in an industry that is facing shortages, such as the restaurant industry or you know the processed meats industry or the computer microchip industry or whatever it's not the oh. answer but well i mean everybody should i think because if everybody did we would see everybody's wages going up i mean supply and demand we're not facing a labor shortage we're facing a fucking wage shortage we had this debate the other day, I believe it was in the anti-fascist group. Austin actually was one that put the post up asking, where do you think the minimum wage should be at right now and why? And, you know, yes, we can sit here and discuss all the things that have brought us to this point of how we've been tolerant for higher fucking wages for so long. But this came to mind because somebody actually brought up the idea of a maximum pay rate as well and my response to that was this at that point instead of you know actually coming to terms on equal fucking energy exchange equal profits for everyone you know they're looking at it as there is a certain level of acceptability of someone else capitalizing off of your fucking labor and i do not think that that is something that should be accepted any further the only way we are actually going to see real improvement for every fucking buddy across the goddamn board is if we actually fucking change things where businesses have to be run in an owner-operated fucking manner. That means every fucking person who works there, part owner, they get equal fucking share of the profits produced for their equal exchange of time and labor. We could run businesses so much more smoothly, as well as cutting back on people's hours because of the technology that we have in order to automate things. We could have people working a fucking six hour a day, like four days a week, have much more time to actually live and have them actually taking home a significant paycheck to be able to cover the cost of living and then some, if we were actually paying people the amount that they fucking produce. And right now we have tolerated indentured servitude, nouveau slavery, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We are barely surviving while people above us in that fucking corporate hierarchy are capitalizing off of our or labor. That's literally what capitalism means, is that somebody else gets to reap the majority of the profits off of your fucking labor, your production, your skill, your time. And in many cases, your education too, that you're probably going to be paying for till you're fucking dead. So, I, I have to put that one out there. If I am fucking sick of the fight over what should the minimum wage be right now motherfucker the minimum wage should be exactly how much fucking wealth i produce with my time my labor my skills anything less is unacceptable i agree um we don't have we don't have a labor shortage by no. any means um no we got plenty of people who are Able, capable, skilled, knowledgeable, not willing to work for chunk change. Right. 
And there's demand. There's mm-hmm. demand. I mean, in Arizona alone, there's going to be at least three new wafer fabs. And that's in semiconductors, right? But that's a massive amount of jobs for Arizona. And uh, there's a lot of people that want those jobs. But they know. And from the hiring lists I've seen, they are willing to pay. And that's been, at least in that industry, a thorn in their side. And I'm not spec- I'm not saying anything about particular locations, but I would imagine that kind of uh, is relevant to other industries as well. You know, you come in with a good idea and you come in with a willingness to pay for it. Uh, you're going to have people that are going to break their back for you before you ask them, before you ask them. Right. The thing is, like, okay, right now there's certain companies, like GM, for example, you put in a good idea like that that makes the company millions, they're going to thank you with a fucking $25,000 check. Oh, yeah. It sounds like big money to somebody. <clears throat> if you're if you're making a hundred grand and 25 grand is your bonus, that sounds fucking awesome. But if these people actually knew the real value of how much their ideas produced you know um my dad's one of them he worked for gm for decades and he was one of the engineers who got those bonuses a couple of fucking times one of them being for the way he designed the new body style of the camaro when it was re-released in 2010 i believe it was um my dad's the one that designed that as being all one piece flush on the side instead of a fender a door frame and a quarter panel and it's all one piece my dad did that and you know how many fucking millions of dollars that has made that company simply because people liked the, the look of it the styling of it um you know his buddies who had left gm and were working at chrysler were calling him going bro how'd you do that because they wanted in on that type of shit in their lines too you know sorry company secret but you know how much better would my dad have been off if he actually got a fair share of the profits produced by that fucking idea that 25k is chump change to gm it's nothing you know it it's one of those things where people need to really understand their true value and what they bring to a table in a company. If I would have known we were going to have company, I would have trimmed my antlers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think any of us mind, Don. You just be yourself. We're, we're here to have a good time, right? We are. We are into like my antlers with grants and all. Like a reindeer. Anyway. Like a moose. Like a fucking moose. They would come way out like, you know, you would would look like some type of ancient god that nobody's supposed to lay eyes upon. Goals. Life goals. Life goals. (laughs) 20 pack abs. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Your abs would have abs. Anyway, motherfucking income inequality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bitch. Don just wants his fucking antlers. I'm going to run for president like Vermin Supreme and promise everybody antlers. 
You got some things going on over there, Rob. That would appeal it looks to the right pretty people. serious. A vote for Don is a vote wasted. Nihilism. Yes. Just do it. Throw your vote away. I think I broke Vote Rob for Don. Get antlers. Yeah. <clears throat> It he won't even Harambe. look at us now. I would love to get Vermin Supreme disappointed. to talk to him. Harambe got 30,000 votes. Bro. Oh, my right? God. Dick's out for Harambe. Dick's out this fall. That's poor. <laughs> that poor you know, no, when I was Tom in Pakistan, a U.S. journalist was detained in Myanmar while boarding a flight home. Now I'm depressed again, Rob. Oh, shit. Okay. Rob's just like, redirect. Redirect. Back on subject. Uh, that's not even on subject. We were in power of a strike. Yeah, and I was yeah. saying things like dicks out. Oh, it got Friday. strikey. No. Yeah, that wasn't on subject. But no. I, I didn't know if that was like your next subject or if that's something you just discovered now while staring down at the glowing box in your hand, ain't it? Yes. <laughs> Discoveries. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hashish. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. So at least 34 journalists and photographers remain in custody across Myanmar, but most of them are from Myanmar. Where's the one, the international journalist that got uh, abducted from? I don't know. I mean, other than the U.S. journalist that was today. It's the one asking about. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, climate change. Moving forward. Um, so there's a really big volcano erupting in Nigeria right now. <laughs> Fucking huge. Fucking volcano. Like, what did you say the circumference of that was? That's, that, that is a completely oh, that different, was a different volcano. That, okay. That's not something that's erupting. Um, no, but there is a rather large volcano um, erupting in Nigeria right now. And I do think that that goes into climate change. I feel like, you know, something's spewing tons of carbon out into the atmosphere. I don't disagree with that, and I also think that there is a very strong... We already know that fracking can cause earthquakes on a small scale, right? But think about, like, in terms of typical crude oil, right? That there, We have pumped so much out. At this point, I can only presume that it's probably not just, like, isolated pockets, right? It's probably, like, a whole layer or a significant part of a whole layer of the Earth's crust, right? And if we're taking that out, then these plates are going to rub together more and more and more and more, which is going to cause more tectonic <coughs> activity, including, but not limited to, earthquakes and volcanoes. That's that's my right? take on it. Sure, that's I, one of many potential hazards. <laughs> I would have to... This is going to sound weird saying, but I would have to get a hold of the volcanologist I know to actually get some answers on that <laughs> my brain went for vulcan and was like my apologies sterling, the also, there. sterling also did that yes fuck yes 
you indoctrinated nerdy <laughs> live long and prosper my friends anyway um in other news another climate change news the world's largest iceberg was born this week uh, Opa! Opa! So, when we say the world's largest iceberg, we're not talking about that little fucking ice cube that sank the Titanic. We're talking 80 times the size of Manhattan. We're not talking about the literal ice cube that sank the Titanic. Like, by comparison. Right. How big was that ice cube? Because the movie... Well, it was pretty big compared to that ship, but that ship was pretty damn small compared to 80 times Manhattan. the size of Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, it came off into the Waddell Sea. Uh, it's 4,000, roughly 400, or 4,320 square kilometers. Um, gotta keep up with you two. Listen, we... So to put that into American terms, that's 105 miles long. 105 miles long. That's like where you're at right now, Don and Trisha, to Flint. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking huge. Yeah, and 15 miles wide. We're going to have to talk about this on the deep state. Um, You know, hold our meeting of our secret ball of leftists that run the world indeed we're not supposed to tell them about it done <laughs> they're already aware that i am the minister from the jewish council on space lasers so i guess everything else is just fucking open from here so i'm gonna screen share again, blown. but i want to show you guys the satellite image because I feel I like you'll, you'll appreciate that. This is from the European yeah. Space Agency. Oh, from the space laser. <laughs> I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need a bigger scotch glass for that one. Hmm. At least you're not putting on your taking off hat. No, no, that's only if Doggy Coin goes to the moon. Hmm. <laughs> the moon, Don. Uh, or, or climate change. Um, we have a okay. So like, like allergies, right? I, I thought this was just like me being crazy, but it seems like everybody's allergies, like literally everybody's allergies, have been getting consistently worse over the years, and that's because they are. Um, a recent study published in the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences took data from 60 different North American sites from 1990 to 2018 and found that the pollen season and the concentration of pollen have both increased. Specifically, the pollen season has increased by 20 days and the concentration has increased by 21% since 1990. You might be asking yourself how. Warmer temperatures and higher concentrations of CO2 are all contributing to a more intense allergy season. When air pollutants such as pollen grains, uh, uh, sorry, when air pollutants attach to pollen grains, there we go, it makes the pollen grain explode into a bunch of smaller pieces, making it easier to get via respiratory tract. CO2 can make plants bloom more, which is another reason that there's an increase in pollen levels. These increased pollen counts have become more potent or 
more concentrated, which could result in people who've never suffered from allergies suddenly start experiencing them. Looking ahead, there isn't much relief in the forecast, so if you have been suffering from allergies, it's best to talk to your doctor on what the treatment will be. They really had to put talk to your doctor. But like, look, okay, the point is, is that allergy season is getting longer and the concentration of pollen in the air is higher. Like, I thought it was just like, you know, me being crazy thinking like, oh, hey, everybody's allergies are getting worse. But no, they literally are. Oh, so the plant world is just hearing all kinds of bow chicken bow wow and busting more nut in the air. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking fuck. Fucking We're fucking up so many green spaces, they've got to replenish themselves somehow. Yeah. On a side note, if all plants make pollen, which don't quote me on that, I don't know, I would assume. But if uh, if they all make pollen, then, I mean, our yards are probably contributing to it as well. Right. There's literally yellow dust out there yeah. on the sidewalk and the driveway. Yeah. I'm from there. I know how it be. <laughs> yeah. Right. The dogwood's getting ready to... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad here, too, though. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. I thought moving to the desert, like, oh, all there is is dust. I shouldn't have to worry about fucking pollen. No, that's right. bullshit. It's bullshit. No, it's some some parts of the desert there's every fucking color. It's lush almost. So uh to everybody's well one of everybody's favorite uh sections. Punching fucking Nazis. Listen, scalps. I wanna, I wanna Yes. I wanna teach an army of chimpanzees jujitsu and just let them loose on some fucking Nazis. Think about it. Think about teaching a chimp jujitsu. Yeah, but Nazis have guns. Well that's primarily on the ground, Don. <laughs> that's fair. Right? And would Nazis they not have guns. Would they not excel at jujitsu? They probably would. <laughs> You ever seen a squirrel? They're like we need to write that down. Man. We need to write that down. Train the squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Train the squirrels. Oh man. So no. Uh, yeah, punch a Nazi. So I I have a uh, an article here. It's a uh, is it an opinion piece? No, this is actually an independent article. Um. Okay. So the headline is. I don't want my children to live in the world my grandparents faced. Antifa in their own world, or er, in their own words. The so-called Antifa are a radical political movement to combat fascist, alt-right, and white supremacist ideologies. And despite criticisms, activists say they're not going anywhere. Weird. Very strange. Very. I hear that I hear that this Antifa has some really good soup for her family. She does. It's delicious. Catch yeah. to that if you're announcing. Um so Michael Novick is a member of anti-racist action Los Angeles. 
Uh, he said, violence is everywhere in our society. Poverty is violence. Evictions are violence. Police brutality and racist murders are violence. The U.S. is more violent than ever. Uh, Anti-fascist general, generally, and Antifa in particular, recognize that the battles, including physical ones, to defend human rights and human lives are taking place right now, not in some science fiction future when the revolution comes. Antifa hurled into headlines this summer as they engaged in, in increasingly high-profile battles with far-right groups in Oregon, California, and Boston. In August, after Antifa turned up to protest a white supremacist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, he even caught the attention of the president. Uh, this was written when Trump was still president, by the way, because later in the article they referred to him as president. President Trump, instead of former President Trump. But anyway, um, Charlottesville, Virginia, um, I just want to give a moment of silence for our comrade Heather Heyer. She was the woman that was killed in the Charlottesville rally. Um, but Donald Trump said at a rally, they show up in the helmets and the black masks and they have clubs and everything. Antifa. You can't make that up. That's a that's a Donald Trump quote. And I like the pillow guys quote better, the Antifa sluts. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that pillow guy sure. fucks his pillow. Pretty sure he does too. I found pictures, mind you. They were drawings rendered from a witness, but it was it was the babies he made with his pillow. Oh, the pillow babies? Oh, yes. Oh, I bet those were gross. Anyway. Um, it's a weird time to come in. Um, yes, very weird time to come in. Welcome back. Thank you. Trump so club. that being said, Antifa isn't an entirely new phenomenon. The movement emerged in Europe in the 1920s in response to the growing power of fascist leaders like Mussolini and Hitler. According to historian Mark Bray, their tactics inspired much of the Chinese resistance to Japanese imperialism and the Latin American resistance to various dictators. Antifa popped up in the U.S. in the 1980s in response to the growing prominence of neo-Nazi groups. They frequented punk shows and alternative rock concerts where skinheads were known to congregate and combated the group's racist messages with literature, literature of their own. In the 90s and early 2000s, they showed up in protests against globalization and unchecked capitalism. Now, Antifa activists say they are responding to a new wave of racist, sexist, far-right violence, one that is increasingly receiving protection from the government. Their view, as Mr. Novick put it, is that, quote, a new, more naked and male, or more naked white and male supremacy is becoming the order of the day. That's a fancy way of saying that they're coming out of hiding. Oh, I was, yeah. I was concerned about them needing to put their they, pants on. Yeah. <laughs> the naked male. <laughs> naked. Why? Why? Why are they naked? I mean, at least the buffalo guy was the QAnon shaman was at least wearing that buffalo. Right. Um, but, it looked um, like he was bringing the village people, but, you know. And he's not pleading <laughs> insane. He's pleading dumb. He's pleading dumb. He, he literally is. He His attorney literally funny, fucking presented an argument where he was 
My client says that the people who participated in this are short bus riders. I don't know. How is that a legal argument in court? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I really want to know. It gets the ratings. It gets the ratings. <laughs> what the fuck? Concern. And concern. How is that a legal defense? Just motherfucker, motherfucker, man. <laughs> we're we're uh, just interpreting everything any... however we want. Yeah. Did you ever uh, end up grabbing a link for what you wanted to talk about in LGBTQ news? And Don, do you have a link you know for the thing, the uh, abortion rights? I stand by because I got it from John Oliver, so I have to find a different link to send you because standing by. We're standing by. We're standing by. Screen share from my phone that is not logged into the meeting, so stand by and I'll put it in the chat. Standing by. (laughs) I'm on standing by. Red October. Standing by. This is Rogue One. <laughs> okay. There it is. No. If you're wondering, I'm waiting for my phone to load. Don't touch me. To the three of you that are watching this, we appreciate Thank you the for your patience. fuck out of you guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Missouri anti abortion law. So yeah. Are the uh are the aliens gonna come up in this episode or the episode after this episode? Yeah, the the after episode. I mean, if you're down for that, Sterling, we can we can deep dive. Yeah, you guys can do a third eye spy. That was just a segue while we're waiting for these abortion bills. But why are we waiting for them? Why aren't we fighting them? We should be fighting them. Yeah, we should. They're, they're putting ridiculous restrictions on there that, um, you know. You might not even know if you're fucking pregnant yet at that time that they're like, oh no, you can't get a abortion anymore. That's a baby now. Sorry, I went full. What is a baby now? Baby now? A baby now. It's a baby now instead of a fetus. (laughs) Okay, I have a totally inappropriate idea. Well, um, while you go ahead, Sterling. Please, please do it. We should make a joke currency and call it abortion bills these are abortion bills. <laughs> i was Big i bills. was wrong it wasn't Missouri. <laughs> it was mississippi and that's why i'm putting the link ah all right so I am going to uh, cover the science section real quick. The science. Yeah, I'm going to have to put it in the group chat. 
That's okay. I'm going to cover I'm going to cover the science section real quick. Build by the science guy. <laughs> and now we're getting flagged. Okay, no. Anyway. Science rules. Doesn't it though? It fucking does, man. And man. I know people are no, blowing me. Give no, me all no, you no. want. I've seen what makes you people laugh. The There's nothing funny. Language, I love it. Um, so a forest ranger in California stumbled onto a garden of ancient beasts in California foothills. A park ranger wandering through a petrified forest in California unearthed a trove of prehistoric fossils, including a stunningly preserved mastodon skull and the remains of a 400 pound monster salmon. Dude! That's a lot of fish, bro. That's a lot of fish, my dude. (laughs) Um, but few other fossil discoveries like this exist well I mean this says in California but I mean in general to to find a whole basically fucking treasure trove of prehistoric beasts is pretty um, it's it's pretty rare It, it takes a lot for skeletons to actually turn into um fossils. It takes very specific environmental conditions, like something to cover the bones quickly so oxygen... Check out these tusks. Oh, let me see these tusks, bro. Do you see them? Not really. What? I see Bill Nye the Science Guy original intro. Oh, I'm sharing the wrong screen. Ten seconds. (laughs) There we go. How about now? You see these tusks? Now you see these tusks. Yeah. Look at them teeth. Oh, yeah. Before I wanted to be an archaeologist, before I wanted to be a soldier, before any of that, I watched Jurassic Park and I wanted to be a paleontologist. And I can tell you every dinosaur. All of them. All of them. You know, I wanted to be a cop. I was dumb as fuck. My son wants, one of my kids, one of my sons wants to be a cop. He wants to be a Texas Ranger because he watches Walker, Walker Texas Ranger. Oh, I don't know. I was, was on probation. And every single time I walked in the living room, the Walker Texas Ranger theme song was playing. So, I, I got down on Two years. Ranger back in the day. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Trisha and Don, did you find your pieces yet? They're in the group chat. Yeah, they're in the group chat. Okay, but, like, you can discuss them. Okay. You don't even Uh, got, it's not like I screen share the articles. You go first. Okay. Well, um, first is one about Tulsi Gabbard accuses black lesbian Chicago mayor Lori Lightfoot of anti-white racism. Oh, Yeah. Girl, what? Yeah. Yeah. So no. yeah. No. She, she was crying. This isn't the first time that she's done things like this, actually. But it's it's not. It's it's Lori, it's not it's not a common thing either, but well come on, Tulsi. Lori pointed her. out that the majority of 
the press, especially from City Hall and stuff that are coming there to interview her, are majority white males. And, you know, here, let me scroll down to the quote because she says it better than I can recap it for her. Um, oh my God, now the page is taking forever. Loading. I ran to break up the status quo that was failing so many. That just isn't just in City Hall. It's a shame that in 2021, and now it's having a pop-up ad, get in my way. Sorry, fucking ad. Um, it's a shame that in 2021, the City Hall press corps is overwhelmingly white in a city where more than half of the city is black, Latino, AAPI, or Native American. Diversity and inclusion is imperative across all institutions, including media. In order to progress, we must change. This is exactly why I'm being intentional about prioritizing media requests from people of color, reporters on the occasion of the two-year anniversary of my inauguration as mayor of this great city like for tulsi to be like wait a minute no 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 we can't have not enough white men getting the mic like it shut the fuck up really really you know she's trying to make sure that all of her constituents actually have their voices heard and the majority of the white men who make up, you know, the press in general, let alone like majority white in, when you start including all the women too, but you know, uh, they're not representing those does other it, voices. So the other, the other thing that, uh, that she said earlier this year that pissed me off was, uh, it was a social media post. Um, my dear friends and fellow Americans, please, please let us stop the racialization of everyone and everything. We are all children of God and are therefore family in the truest sense. No matter what our race or ethnicity, this is aloha. This is what our country and world need. So, like, the reason I have an issue with that is because it's not, it's not that anything is being necessarily racialized, although the media does paint it that way. That's well, not the issue. The issue is that we're trying to de-racialize things. Like we right. can't, if we're talking about race and this is the kind of response we get, she should be better. She is a person of color. She knows this fight. That's this what is, pisses me off about her. That's all I have to say. You're going to be more pissed in a moment because I haven't even gotten to what Tulsi, you know, said in response. This is a direct quote. Mayor Lightfoot's blatant anti-white racism is abhorrent. I call upon President Biden, Kamala Harris, and other leaders of our country of all races to join me in calling for Mayor Lightfoot's resignation. Our leaders must condemn all racism, including anti-white. What, bitch? What? That's... How can you even try well, to... First of all, you can't thing? be... Okay, so like... I'm Personal feelings are one thing. Systemic racism is another. Lori, That's what, what I was going to say. You can't be racist against white people. There is no system oppressing us. You can be prejudiced against white people, and a lot of people are. But racism itself is systemic. Is systemic. Absolutely. And that is what Lori Lightfoot is addressing there and going, no, I'm going to be inclusive of everybody from our community who has questions to ask like fuck you Tulsi fuck you for that one. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird, too, that she never made any comments like this while she was running for president. Both of these incidents have been after. She didn't make any comments like this when she was in Congress, either. Well, yeah, actually, she was out of Congress when she made the first statements regarding racialization, too. I don't quite understand... Yeah, I don't either. But I was I was really disappointed about both things. And the the racialization comment that was like a month and a half ago, I let that go because I was like, whatever. But I it was I kind of felt like it was worth bringing up now. She's still making comments like that. It wasn't a one off thing. <sighs> anyway, it's, that's all. It's like one of those moments where um, the racism is coming from inside the house. When it, it's one of those things with, you know, the misogyny, we say, you know, the misogyny is coming from within the house when somebody has internalized fucking misogyny. Um, I'm wondering if Tulsi's got some fucking internalized racism going on there or something. Why she would be crying, white people need more presentation is beyond me. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense to me. She's a person of color, and we all know damn well as an American that she has dealt with this shit <laughs> her whole life. I'm disappointed. Same. Same. Fuck. Fuck. Anywho. <laughs> huh. Um... um. The other story is at least fucking funny. Give me a minute to load that up here again. Um, had to bring something, something that is lightheartedly fucking hilarious to the table. Evangelical groups are enraged at Kellogg's Pride cereal for pushing the LGBTQ agenda. What? What? First of all, I haven't gotten a memo about there being an agenda yet. Secondly. I find the irony fucking hilarious because if you don't know this tidbit of useless American history, for the most part, the Kellogg's cereal company literally started because Dr. Kellogg's thought that if you ate bland ass food, it would stop you from masturbating and having sexual disorders, which by disorders he defines as, you know, anything that is not married and missionary. So... <laughs> Oh, this just, um, this, this cracked me up to read this. This quote from the group, the group literally is petitioning against the cereal. I'm disgusted by your company's new cereal promoting unnatural sin. Man, get the fuck out of here. It's 2021. Sure, Stop right? yelling at cereal companies. Stop yelling at cereal companies you're gonna yell at them yell at them for the shit being genetically modified garbage covered in fucking processed sugar that is just a recipe for cancer don't yell at them about something that matters motherfuck anyway that is my contribution for that (laughs) indeed um i honestly don't think we really have much uh left um We're supposed to do uh, the Revolutionary Left Book Club, but I mean, we're already at almost three and a half hours and I kind of feel like 
we should try to make that its own thing um, like we're doing currently for the Black Panther thing. You can do that. Because, I mean, usually by the time that we get to it in these streams, we don't have any energy left to discuss it. And if we can't discuss it, then what the fuck are we even doing, you know? Fair. And honestly, if we start doing full segments of just the, you know, chapters of this book, we can get through more of them than at once, for one. We can delve a little deeper, too. Right. We're getting to the really good. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with some bad news and then I'm gonna hit you with some good news. Okay, bad news. The uh, United States Supreme Court is taking on a case. Um, Mississippi passed a law banning most abortions after 15 weeks. Uh, it was struck down by a lower court. The Supreme Court's picking the case up. Um, they the It violates Roe versus Wade but abortion, opposition, people are excited about it because uh, the Supreme Court, who's not supposed to have any sort of political standing, is conservative-leaning, um, mm -hmm. which is weird. And if you don't understand any, any of the information I just spewed at you, we live in the technological age and Google is just as acceptable to you, or as accessible to you as it is. I'll also drop the link in the description. Sorry, I was being bad news, Don. Being sassy. Being sassy. Good news, Don. Back up to 160 pounds. Okay. Yeah. For those that don't know, like four months ago, I was down to 128. At six foot tall, that's bad. Anyway, the link in the description. I just hope you're here. Sorry. That was bad news, Don. Being sassy. Oh, at six foot tall, that's bad. What's that? I don't know what the fuck's happening. Anyway, the link in the description. I just hope you're here. I hear an echo. I figured it out. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't okay, know how that cool. happened, but I wasn't even in my uh, Facebook window, but somehow the like video came Audio started playing? Yeah. yeah. Like it was playing the whole time, but all of a sudden the audio was there. And I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> <laughs> Learning curve. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that happened. But Don. But Don. What's up, bud? No, don't call me, bud. You know who you gotta call, bud. Oh, is it that time of night? It's that time of night, Don. Give me my microphone. <clears throat> Ladies, gentlemen, and all of my non-binary comrades out there, our Patreon is now live. If you're hearing my voice, Elon buddy, baby, pal, friend of mine. Tell Grimes to make me some food for dinner because I'm going to be hungry tonight. Um, but if you if you donate to the Patreon page, listen, the videos will stop. The, the cassette tapes, the the weird phone calls. The at cassette night. tapes. What the, the eight track, yeah, <laughs> bro. I send him. I send him all of the media, everything. 
everything. Oh, I even have one of those neural links. It's linked specifically with Elon. You can hear my thoughts right now, bud. I didn't hear anything Trisha just said. Oh. She said he implanted it one of the nights that he was steaming the window and drawing little hearts for Elon. Me and Jeff Bezos hanging outside your window. I'm trying to get him to donate too. <clears throat> All you got to do is click on the link. Go to the page. Well, you kind of got to type it in, but... You should well, hit up his good. wife instead. Grimes, baby. Hey. Just saying the Gates divorce is going to get ugly. Oh, Mrs. Gates, he never deserved you. She she <laughs> will pay it just to spite him. <laughs> oh my god. Damn it. Now now we need to create a new button on our Patreon link for the gates. Whichever one of them feels like clicking. I can't on. do this. I, I can't do this. <laughs> Done. If you just go to that link right there, get the fuck out you'll of my see house. all the ways in which you can donate. You know, special buttons. Special, special buttons people. for special people. Stock you till you pay. Elon. I'm a woman. I'm great at thinking up the past. Find everything about you. Don't stop. Sterling's just like. What? I'm really scared. <laughs> Listen, man. Me and Elon got a special thing going. He knows. Got a the, the romance oh. is real. He, he knows what the pictures are of. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Don like, helicoptering. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh my God. None of us are pilots. Fuck. <laughs> Why did we forget the pilot? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, he, he crashed. Who? His server shut down. Sorry. Um. Beep. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> I'm back. Good. Good. The neural link went kind of haywire. I was having a conversation. You know, this is why uh, show hosts like click their files on the table. Like, be like, hey, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about that or getting like a teleprompter. Like a, <laughs> well, no, no, you read from the teleprompter, <laughs> but you got to have blank paper in front of you to just. Mm -hmm. And a coffee cup. I'm pretty sure that like none of them coffee cups have coffee. No, 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 no. Except no. for maybe some of the morning shows. Maybe some of the morning shows. Most of those are vodka, though. <laughs> Fair I'm sorry, mimosas. You, you know, I you love booze. Something. I really love booze, but vodka is just no, no. But it looks like water. It's easy to get away with. It tastes like no, water. It, it it makes me pee in weird places. <laughs> so, just no more vodka. Is there? Good to know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 
obviously uh by this point i would assume that most of you know you can find us on facebook youtube twitter tiktok instagram for we are many.org uh patreon.com slash for we are many for we are many podcast at gmail.com i was gonna say smoke signals but the wind's been kind of wild lately it would just fuck it all up yeah and out here we're in arizona we don't want anybody to start a goddamn wildfire yeah please we don't want it here either that was a thing a few weeks ago yeah yeah 2021 is gonna be our year guys I like that positivity. The recording has stopped. I love that you put the sunflowers on there. It's yeah, I originally, I originally had it with the big white square. <laughs> and I was like, man, hey, Trisha, we should really make this a PNG. I'm glad I got that to you tonight before the show. That was literally a last minute ad, people, just for you. Love just it. for Love you. It. Yeah, I literally did it during the show, like 10 minutes ago. Like, put it in the slide. <laughs> anyway, it's been real. Thank Second you eight. all. We Get love the you. fuck out of my house. Fuck you, then. I was talking to <laughs> I know. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> oh, goodness. It was real.